Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. Well, guess what? No more weekends until the car show. And if you missed it, you're going to hear all about it on this episode. It was a rager. It was out of control. It was a great time had by all. So I want to thank everybody that came out to make this weekend show a huge success. Everybody had a great time. And we're going to do a wrap-up podcast today about the show, talk about some of our special projects and what everybody's been working on. So on today's show, I've got George and Jason Dunkel joining me in the studio today. But before we get into that, I just wanted to give a special thank you to the sponsors for Let's Talk Dubs One Crazy Weekend. And if you haven't seen all the stuff that's going on about it, you must be dead, bro, because I don't know what's going on with you. But I want to thank Ross Wolf, Marie at Nevada Off-Road, everybody, Marie, Bob, everybody at Nevada Off-Road for really being there as one of our stops. Pedal Works, VW Trends. Who else on here? I got Finley VW. I got I got uh, Lab Built Motors, Vic with Lab Built. I got Damn Volks. We also got uh, Sunkiss Graphics, also Hartlauer Signs. We're going to talk about all that during the podcast. I appreciate everybody that pitched in, and most especially the Orleans Hotel and Casino. Renee, our connection over there, that really kicked it up for us. We probably have the best venue to have an event that so looking forward to next year i'm looking forward to this roundtable podcast i know you guys are going to enjoy it we got a lot to talk about today so on this episode of let's talk dubs roundtable one crazy weekend show wrap up George T. George, welcome to the podcast. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Hey, so we're getting into, uh, this is kind of our wrap up, our our revisit of the show weekend. So first we'll start off, we don't want to hear all about me and how I feel about it. How did you guys take the show? And first we'll go first to Jason Dunkel. Jason Dunkel has been pitched in. He's a member of Las Vegas Volkswagen Club. You guys might remember him. And we're going to talk about upcoming projects. I'll get you guys caught up with that. But Jason's one of our homies here, and he's helped us out with putting on the event, was there. Uh, Jason, what was your feedback on the event? No, it was great. I mean, uh, I didn't get to witness the parking lot that we had it in prior to the show. And then when we got there, um, I was impressed with the way the Orleans set it up. They had everything available for us. Um, yeah, it was it was it's a cool venue. Like you were there last year, right? I was there last year. Yep. So the, the big, I think the beginning controversy last year was upstairs, the, the, the parking garage versus the, um, the, the to this year we moved it down to the parking lot across from the, we, we moved entrance. to the Western facing park. Right. Of and the, casino. the advantage versus the disadvantage. Now the advantage of the second floor is an unbelievable backdrop for the nighttime <laughs> parking lot hangout. Just the strip view that you have. The downside is it is so far from bathrooms and the hotel and restaurants and stuff like that. It's literally like a 20-minute walk yeah. to go do that. So we kind of had to sacrifice a little bit. Last year had some... Personally, I really like the new parking I do, lot. too. I, the fact you have bathrooms right off there, you have food right off of there, you have drink right off of there, like it, it makes it feel like it's an extension of the casino. So I like that. Whereas before, right. it was an awesome backdrop. And literally, if you had to go to the bathroom, I hope you got 15 minutes because you got to go walk in for a bit to get to right. a restroom and, or whatnot. And one of the big differences from last year to this year was last year we had cars inside as well. But the end of the hotel that we were on is the corridor. The, the parking garage is, is, is on the, off it's the, the corridor. the arena. That, uh, that goes to the path of the arena. So if there's nothing happening in the arena, there's no, no traffic in no that one. corridor. Yeah. And part of the awesome excitement of a, of, of a car show, things like that, is when 
people that really aren't the VW people kind of spill out into the into the car show area and start asking owners questions and things like that. And so last year we had cars inside. This year we had this year we had like cars inside. Center, inside. Right. Yeah. Like when we pushed the convertible in, like right. when we were bringing that in that that morning, it was jaw dropping to people. Like all of a sudden we're pushing yeah. this car indoors in a casino and i mean i, I instagram live because it was so freaking cool like yeah. it was it like to everybody that was sitting down literally like got up and by the time we were putting the <clears throat> by the time we put the quicksand bus in people were realizing it was happening and it was freaking hilarious because we're going up to the area where they're about to we're about to park them and this old asian lady is just sitting to the side clapping <laughs> so i tell rich to it the owner said you won, bro. You won. <laughs> wow, yeah. ovation. Well, and maybe she thought she was getting it given to her, like, well, you, and you won this yes. VW bus. Well, it, it definitely drew people out because I, I remember yeah. speaking to people at the event. They're like, oh, I saw the cars inside. They weren't and, there for the show, but they and, came and out I, to and, see them. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think one of those deals is like, if you go out of town for a BMX show or a, 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 a dealer convention or anything like that, and you walk into the hotel and it's like, boom some representation of the reason why you're there. Yeah. It kind of, it kind of connects the, the totally. two places. Right. So, and I think for people that aren't from Vegas, even people that are from Vegas to walk into a hotel casino and see three rad VWs just on display behind the, it looked awesome. the stanchions. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty I legit. was super stoked on it. Like there it were, was, it was, it was pretty sick. Like there were so many people taking pictures yeah. that, that, so now in hindsight, like when we look at this show and we dissect it going backwards and I'm, and I'm, I'm including our let's talk dubs family because I want everybody to, to have a part of this, right? So I think one of the things working backwards is we need to get boards out underneath every car and put a hashtag or an at sign for the owner of that vehicle and say, please tag me in your photographs because I'm amazed yeah, how many photographs were taken of those cars yeah. and you know, tr trying to curate them on, mm -hmm. on, on Instagram or uh, Facebook or whatever would just be so cool to be able to keep them and just to see how many different people that yeah. would do that because you know you're talking people from around the world. A couple of banners just put around there with a hashtag to put onto it. So or, if people walked up to it like hashtag blah blah blah. You know how yeah, yeah, you don't break down one. That's crazy that's going to go on my list of yeah. things for next year, right? Yeah. Well, in hindsight, it would have been good to F contact the owners that had like the top twenties and like actually like tag them because yeah, I, I know you posted like the top twenty cars. We posted pictures cool. of each one. Yeah, yeah, it would have been cool, like you know. And in the, in the new day and age, in the new day and age, I think next year for the window placards, I think we're going to add your handle. Instagram handle put on your there. Insta handle on for there. sure. So for when sure. you win, we know what to put. Right. And then we tag it in there, and then their friends can see, like, oh, you you want a top twenty of the show without even them having to boast about it. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, no, and I, I agree. And, yeah. and I think we could do. I, I think that would just be a cool way for the. the it's like owners. we're knocking the boomer off our shoulders. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, Gen X is don't yeah. need to do that, bro. Gen X, dude. So next year we'll do hashtags on all vehicles. Insta handles, yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, hashtags and. It's and so funny. Like that's how I know a lot of people. Like George is cow look. You Cal, know, yeah, Rad George Dad clothing yeah, is yeah. Sean Barry. Like it's. You know, the critter is Justin. Like, you know these cats yeah, because yeah. you kind of know them it, off that's, Instagram. It's funny you refer to them like, oh, yeah, that's Critter. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Because like, when you refer to him as Justin, I'm like, who the hell is Justin? Who's Justin? Yeah, yeah. Like, I know <laughs> Critter, bro. Yeah. I know Critter drives that dope little notchback yeah. action, dude. And Critter. Man, does, and, we'll, we'll, get into, we'll get into that later because he's got a pretty substantial story for something you were involved in. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, later. no, for yeah. sure, for sure. Plus, we already have a Justin. We don't want another one. We got Justin owns a Beetle. Hell no. We don't, Justin's we don't, we great don't, people. I'm going to rock my Type 3 Army shirt today at work. No. Well, he's talking no. about different Justin. Different, there's, different there's, there's a lot like, of Justin. Hey, so. we only got one George. That's it. Hey, listen, yeah. all, all yeah. I know is he, he, too. is he owns California, dude. So at any rate, um, the, the show kicked off 
Friday night with the strip cruise. Now, we, we talked about back and forth about you and I discussed it. And you're like, you know, I don't think we need a second strip cruise. I think the first strip cruise is fine. We talked about back and forth. And I think one done at 8 o'clock. That's it. No. I don't like the first one. It would have been dark. Too enough. early. Well, yeah, it wasn't yeah, dark. But, too early. But the like, difference is like, let's too say. Too much traffic. It's too close to rush hour. Like, it's not a good in, time. In hindsight. Right. right. In, not again. In hindsight, <laughs> 6 o'clock wasn't terrible. It was still nighttime on the We didn't even go strip. till almost 6.42 and it was still a mess. Like, Right. I, so. got, I, I got what you're saying. But I'm saying, I, I still think there's, there's validity for two strip cruises because there was a whole group of people that got in like, hey, did we miss the strip cruise? Like, nope, we're doing it at nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I got friends on the way. Like, no problem. We'll push it back a little bit. And I like having the flexibility. Like, like I'm not super rigid on things. So, like, if you're coming to the show and you're like, it's just we're leaving at nine. It's 9.05. Like, you're not my guy for my show, man. Yeah. The show is kind of fluid. It's, it's for everybody to have a good time. It's real loose because it's put on by me and I could probably get distracted by something else. But also, it's like, I want to wait five or ten minutes for a couple of the guys to join the group. Yeah. Like on that second strip cruise when I rolled out, and I'll be posting video of it. It was there was fifty, sixty cars in the second cruise, and the only thing that made it a bummer is like when you hit so many. If there's six lights on the way yeah. there, yeah. Well, just on the way to the strip, just hitting six lights will you, cause you chopped up. Yeah, will cause I got you broken up, up in the first one. Yep, because you guys pulled off, so I obviously just kept going, and then the critter followed me, and there were two other cars behind us, and then you guys caught a light. And so that, so next year, add it to my list for next year is going to be police escort. Yeah, we'll just have them shut down the strip. We well, will. Police, yeah. just, police escort with the route we're doing will be down. super easy. Yeah, police escort yeah. for that. In and out. And I and I I need to have for next year two dedicated camera cars, like two cars. Yeah. Trucks, people Not in the bed of the like trucks, it. correct. People yeah. in the yeah. bed of the trucks, filming, taking photographs to compile for video. Because if there's one thing that's just such an awesome sight is like the, the Vegas Strip mm-hmm. with an ocean of Volkswagens just mobbing it. I mean, it's just so cool. you know. And there could be such an opportunity. And I really think next year we time this, police escort, some stoplights, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I think it would be a perfect opportunity for somebody that's going to feature their car to have a great – 15 seconds to get yeah. some really yeah. dope yeah. pictures a, of their a car good, on a good the strip. Story. Yeah. And at least if we're going to have you doing that, we got to get a chair for Ian Mockler back there. <laughs> Poor dude. I Poor was like, oh. he's <laughs> in the I back of the show. I'm like, that dude's in trouble, yeah. man. Yeah, shout out to my guy, Ian, because Ian was back there in the back of the truck. He rode in the back of my double cab, and and I said, No cushion. I said, Ian, how old are you? He says, He's on 50 I said, Man, I never thought, did you ever think to yourself, did you think at some point in the back of that truck, I lived 58 years of my life to die in the back of this truck on the <laughs> Vegas Boulevard <laughs> yeah. strip? But he said, you know what? I've loved the double cab for a long time. It was an honor to ride in the back of the crew cab. But I said, hey, whatever it takes, bro. I hope you got some good pictures. And he sent me his pictures. He got some super, super rad he pictures. Did. Well, it's hard to get photos and video out of like a, like from even from the passenger it seat is. of a car. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like Shreen tried to do it. And it was like, I'm like, it's yeah. tough. Like, yeah. I, lo- I love you, babe. But- and there's that whole, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a three, baby. You yeah. give for you go for a yeah. ten, but I need you. I need you committed. I need you. I need you wrap the seatbelt around your neck and hang yeah. out the window. And you're you're only, in a ragtop, woman. Yeah, you're get only, out there. You're only getting three because you're married to me. I mean, if, right. you're, if, someone, if you're somebody else's wife, <laughs> you're just some like rando. Point, point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the the strip cruise was great. The second the second strip cruise I went on was funny. I was I'm like a court low on oil, and I was with a whole bunch of the B Volks from Bakersfield. Shout out yeah. to the B Volks that are from Bakersfield. Um, it was it was a these guys all showed up kind of late because they had some break. Yeah. I mean, these guys are some down. Yeah, there are some yeah, down yeah, yeah. cats. Yeah, yeah, bro. They, they rolled out hard last year. They rolled out hard this because year. like it was yeah. It's the second to last week in September, and it's a still a little. It's a touch it's warm. warm. It's a it touch warm. warm, especially even Baker's go to no. It's warm. And then B Volks ain't playing games. Yeah, they didn't trailer like they all. No, drove. dude, they're yeah. they're committed, bro. Yeah. They got street cred, and so they roll down here. 
and uh, showed up, and they were like, oh, we got to go on that strip cruise. I said, cool. So we all went, and then I'm like a quart low on oil, and I remembered like, oh, shoot, I got to get a quart of oil. And in my garage of all this garbage, I got no oil in here. Hey, if it's leaking oil, that means you have oil. <laughs> right. right. So, <laughs> so I got the Berg motor in there, so I'm like, all right, let's cruise down right, there. that one a quart low? It was, is, yeah. is almost a quart low, probably a quart I low. I though. At it's any not. rate, at any rate, we get down there, and I drive all the way down. It's 9 o'clock now, like 9.30, 9, 9.30 when we're down. And I get all the way down toward we pass Harley Davidson, and I go straight to the AM, the, the the terribles over there, the gas station before we made a U-turn at um, Warm Springs. And I'll tell you right now, we pulled the the, the breeze. There's like a, a five minute span where I'm in my car. We pass the Ballet High Golf Course. I feel a cool breeze of oh, air yeah, from the come golf over course. me. I'm in my rag top, and I'm thinking all I'm missing is some good some good jams bumping on my system. And I'm back to being like 16 again, you know, because yeah. that's when I had my rag top and it was like this perfect cruising weather and all that stuff. So the strip cruise was great. I think everybody loves doing it. And uh, my, my man from uh, VW clan, I mean, he was straight up committed, bro. We're, we're cruising. I'm looking at him in the bug, dude. And he's just like arm lock solid, bro. And he's just like locked in and rolling, dude. And, you know. Everybody just keeping it together and going back was a great time. So we got back to the hotel and we got back probably like 1030 and it's still, you know, in Vegas, 1030 is not late. People aren't going to bed. Everybody's still got cars are shuffling around. And I think we wrapped it up around 11, 1130. But the nice thing is like you're, you're done with the strip cruise. You park your car, your car is secured. You go right in the hotel. You go get you go to a restaurant, get something to eat. You don't got to worry about your car. We had security out there all night. I mean, it was from a car show standpoint, normally there's a car show and then there's a cruise and then there's all kinds of stuff in between. My, my vision with this was like people could bring their cars, park them in that location, and then leave them. Like they're, they're, they've got their own reserved parking, quote unquote reserved, and then they go on the strip cruise, come back, and don't have to worry about anything. And then in the morning, it, it was a little bit crazy with the trailers and, and stuff in yeah. there. And in hindsight, what we're going to do now is when we do have it open on that Friday night, you basically have to park as if the show is happening. So we don't run into the same problem again. If we, well, if we put everybody in that way... Correct. Then it's not such a hairball where you got these things in the middle that are kind of and, disrupting. And I think, it. and or we I do think, like a valet system. Well, but I, what know? I think we're no, going to do God is no. every, everybody's going to be everybody's going to be parking in that way in the same way that they were laid out for the show. But what we're going to do is we're going to designate all the areas for types of vehicles. Yeah. So if you're type three, you're this row. Type two, this row. You know, type ones and so on and so forth. But that's how we tried to park them. You know, yeah. Yeah, we did, we did, we did that's how we well parked like them. The but what I want to do Friday night, what I, what I want to do row. Friday night is actually have them park in that way. Yeah. So this way, like you show up for the event. If you're prepaid online, that's great. You'll get your badges, your everything. Um, and then you'll come in, you'll chill. I think we should always or, or also consider possibly getting food out there. Like a meet like, and greet, so or like food yeah, food trucks or something like that. Yeah, yeah, whatever, a, whatever Renee bar. can get. There was he, a bar. Yeah, he had a bar out there. You know what I noticed? VW people were not big drinkers. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, don't, I don't, don't look at me. Well, <laughs> yeah, pro probably probably not when they're going to be driving their car. Like I went and bought yeah. a bottle of water from the guy because I felt bad and tipped him out like two or three bucks on a bottle of water that was three dollars. Yeah, well, you know, like I felt no, bad. I like, I'm like looking at the bar over there. I'm like. They didn't get much. Well, action. no, they they got a lot of action. You had to they keep your eye. They, they yeah. did. They they got a lot of people coming back and the forth. The daytime but, for sure. That place was pumping. I was talking about the the Friday. But you night. can't. Yeah, you can't have it all, bro. You can't. I mean, like I said, we're in the infancy stages, and basically infancy stages. I mean, this year compared to last year, we doubled the car count this year. Um, last year was about sixty some odd cars, which is great for the dead butt of COVID. Like yeah. nobody's coming out. Everybody's in a panic, and those that showed up were the diehards. 
I think almost everybody from last year showed up, and everybody that showed up from last year brought Lots people. Of, yeah. mm-hmm. I, you know what yeah, I mean? I physically counted 115 cars, and I, I probably left out 10 or 15. And you left out like local cars and, yeah, and stuff think, like like and no vendor cars. Yeah. Like, yeah, little, yeah, yeah. So, so it, it made uh, you know, I'm super happy with the turnout. I mean, you know, I was stoked on a local support too this year because last year a it was lot scarce. of local support. It was scarce. Los Vochos showed out with 11, which is that was they were, they yeah, were the strongest yeah. one there. The bees had 10, which. I kind of like the fact you gave them the price too, because they also came from four hundred something miles away. Right. So and so we may we may it's almost do like that. we all, what we'll do is the Las Vegas Volkswagen Club sponsored one that we will do for the local. Yeah. And then so what George is talking yeah. about is I offered two hundred dollars cash to the club with the biggest turnout, and the B Volks guys are pretty proud, and they were like they had me in the in the in the we're doing the awards inside and they were like hey man we got the most cars we got 10 we got 10 we got 10 i said well i don't know anybody else got 10 cars and our local club is is not allowed to Las participate Vegas in club is not in we right, right. They can't, that. we they, probably had 25 cars correct there. We, we weren't counted and so they you know they were they came up to me i said no problem and that's my thing with the weekend like i love peeling off the money like here you go bro like like yeah. what's better than you come to vegas and you get money yeah you know what i mean like, put it right back into our account. Yeah, that's right. Just go. go ahead and re-stimulate. Just re-stimulate. I think a local kid actually won the the poker run, huh? No, I think he's from I, I think he's from Southern California. I gotta get I got a blue bus. I'm, I think he's local. I gotta get the I data. Think the kids are local. I gotta get the data. But uh, oh, the VW Clan one. The blue bus, like like the the satin blue. The bay. Nope, it was a split. Oh really? Yeah, maybe. Oh, I can't remember. I got I've, I've got I've got the stuff down somewhere, so I, I'll, I'll pull it up. But um, we're, we're jumping ahead too far to the poke around. So we had the uh, we I offered two hundred dollars for the club that showed up with the most. And then what had happened is Los Voches was outside. They said, "Hey man, we had more cars here. We had eleven cars. Yeah, she did have eleven. And so instead of me getting in the middle of the thing, this is what the coolest promoter in the world does. I don't get into drama and I don't do it for the money. And I said, "All right, no problem. You got you know what? my mistake. I should have next year. You will have to register your club and bring a car count." That's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to register in advance for the biggest club award, and you're going to have to get involved. Like, there's going to be, you're going to have some skin in the game, like to, to be committed to that, because I'm going to need everybody being on the honor system. But the end result was I gave out $400, $200 to Los Vochos, and $200 to B Volks. And my attitude's like, why argue about it, man? Who cares? I'm just glad these guys showed up. So they both supported. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Trust me, both I, didn't, clubs. I, didn't do, I didn't do it for the money. So that was, um, we had the, 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 the strip cruise the night before, and then the, the car show kicked off. The car show was great. Like I said, a huge support. The Revolution came out. Um, we had cars from uh, Vegas, the Velocity. Vegas Velocity, Vegas Velocity Vegas Carter, was out there. Stephen Carter out there, who yeah. actually helped out Sean Barry along the way coming into town. Yeah, there's a, there's a good kid. I like him. There's so much cool stuff that happens just from – like from last year, a lot of friendships were forged, right? Sean Barry and, and Steve Carter. And then yeah. Barry, Sean Barry borrows a trailer from his homeboy and loses a wheel on it. And then and then Steve Carter, like, goes to the store, gets lug nuts, beelines it out to the middle of the desert that's to insane, meet him. That's insane, dude. But that's, that's good. But that's yeah, the VW, like, that's the VW family, bro. Like, we're, we're down. What happened with, we had uh, Kevin uh, Langloy from, uh, from Draper, Utah showed mm-hmm. up. And I saw his wife in the morning, and I was like, uh, you let him use your truck she's like yeah my (laughs) they were towing their car down here from salt lake city which i was like dude these are some down fools yo yo they some down fools (laughs) and so i was like i said (laughs) they were they they were coming all this way she said oh yeah my my husband he's talking about my little accent but that was pretty funny yeah so 
they were talking, you know, she tells me that my husband and them, they dropped us off at two o'clock in the morning. The, our truck broke down. They lost an idler pulley on their diesel truck and the truck and trailer broke down 20 miles out of town. And so I'm talking to her. She says, I said, where are they? She says, they drove the bug back this morning and they're waiting for the tow truck to show up. I said, so they get their truck, a trailer, the bug out there, and they're on the side of the road waiting for a trailer. I said, get in my truck. Go take my truck and go get the trailer and the bug and bring it here. Tell the insurance company to deal with that crap on the side of the road. You don't have time for that. I'm like, they came for this weekend. Go out there. Pick them up. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, take my truck. I'm like, just take the truck. Go out there. And get. And so he was super stoked. But it's like, all I could imagine is like, your whole week you're building up to go to the yeah. show. And then like, yeah. kapowie. You know, and here you are on the side yeah. of the road. like, Especially in route. Out. You know what I mean? Like if you're plant, like if you're getting ready to go to a show and something breaks prior, you're like, oh, right. I just don't got to go. But like yeah, and, that, and you're already. And on I don't want to. I don't want everybody to think they just borrow my truck. You know what I mean? But yeah. <laughs> oh, that was extenuating circumstance. Circumstances. But the reality is, my my thought, my thought. Well, I don't know if they're good people or not. I just thought like uh, that would really yeah. suck. They're but, VW but what, people, right? Yeah. They're they are VW people, so the odds of them being good people and are really most high. likely. Let's talk Dubs fans because they're coming out to the show. How else would they have heard about it? Because we really didn't have much promotion. Instagram, Instagram, or uh, Facebook Marketplace. Really, really, I think Facebook Marketplace helped a lot of local turnout. And, and so this is my to you novice promoters out there. I think Facebook Marketplace is like my newest place to get the the word out on stuff so quick on so many things because. I put that event out like it was something for sale and then I shared it to like all these classified VW pages and then it was like, boom, instant response from that alone. You know, I went to Sacramento, delivered flyers. I, I delivered flyers. We did flyers out in Fontana. We did flyers out all over the place. Grant is only a month before the event, but still yeah. it's like, it's a reminder for people to go there and it was just, there were so many things down the wire and, and putting on an event like this is so stinking stressful, man, from, from my shirts to everything else was just it was just crazy stress so um i was super happy when it came saturday about midday saturday and i'm looking at a full parking lot and it's funny bob shamus who listens to the podcast like yeah it looks like there's not a lot of cars there and i'm like bob say something positive bro just say bob this is is my street name is be positive i'm passing on you Mm -hmm. be positive (laughs) so you know everybody when you when you put on an event like everybody has something to say or something to criticize my feedback from this I've never had an event where after the event, I can't. I got at least 25 to 30 people text me personally and be like, man, this was an awesome event. I'm so, so excited for next year. It's going to be a good time. And I think a huge part of it is the poker run. I think the poker run is so stinking fun to be involved in. And really on both sides of the poker run, like I really enjoyed dealing the last card. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you, you know. Oh, we have a great time at the wagon. Like, yeah. We have fun. We have drinks and refreshments for the people that walk in and like. You know, we have a lot of fun with it. We interact with them. We talk smack. We have a good time. But it's good because, you know, I think over the years you start building this camaraderie with the people. And, I, I you know, in hindsight, I never did the Berg Rally ever. And ever. I, I, I wanted to. but I it was, did it once in John Demise and I got out. The scavenger hunt? The oh, scavenger the Berg Rally. Oh. Like where you'd go around. I think you had to like. And I don't know or, what. Or, I, or, I, I don't know what it. that involved or how long it was. But I think it was like a 30 or 40 mile trip. Like a mm-hmm. loop. It was, it was pretty involved. But. Are and you talking for the classic weekend? Yeah, for yeah. classic weekend. Yeah, it was the scavenger hunt. Yeah, yeah, it's a pain in the butt. Well, it, cause it, like, like I did it like before, like you had GPS on your phones, and it was you know yeah. you're trying to drive around Southern California, you don't know where anything's at, and it's you know not uh, for locals. You know, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it wasn't for me. So. so, so now talking about that and going back to the poker run. So the show itself, 
Yes. We'll talk about the show. I think oh, we yeah. had excellent so, turnout. Yeah. Correct. They were parked amazingly. Yeah. And I'm going to take full credit for yeah, that. Yeah, George, take whoa, all whoa, the credit whoa. for that. Because <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I parked every car there myself. Like what my boys talking? in my Dunkle's own club. Out there, bro. Don't go help me with like seven of them. You're insane. Don't go help me with like seven or eight. George is keeping track. George is keeping track. He's got notches on the belt. notches. Yeah. All got notches because I saw my boys. Like a, it was a Troy Story, Kier, uh, calling him out. Moses, calling him out. All these guys just standing in a circle with their arms crossed, and I'm like walking by. I'm like, I got it, guys. What's interesting? I is got all, it. All three of those. I got guys, it. All, all three of those guys are blonde haired blue eyed guys. Yeah. That's weird, bro. Yeah. Lazy dude. But anyway, <laughs> so um, back to George being so for, great at parking cars. What was even better about the show was when you registered for the show. I can't tell you how many shows I've registered for. Do you know what I get? Do you know what I get for my $12 or for my $20 to register in the show? I get a placard like that. And then if I'm a good boy and I work for the event voting on cars, then I get a dash plaque. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, you got to go vote on cars to get your dash plaque, right? So, and no disrespect to that. That's, that's their judging system by doing the, um, the people's choice, which people's choice is a tough one to ever make anybody yeah, happy with. Yeah. And so, uh, when you paid your 30 bucks for this event, you got and shot out to Finley Volkswagen. I don't know if I brought, I, I mentioned Finley Volkswagen yeah. before. Finley Volkswagen was our primary sponsor this year. They really kicked down and Finley Volkswagen produced a goodie bag for everybody for the event. So they produced, I think 40 of them. Right. So the first 40, which there's your advantage of getting there earlier and registering right, right away. So next so and, and, awesome. and, and next year I'll have. But didn't they bring back a second batch? I, ne- well, no, they just had the one. But next year I'll bring back a whole bunch of. Uh, I'll have them make way more goodie bags. But the cool thing was, so when you pay your thirty bucks, what do you get for your thirty bucks? A, you get a placard just like everybody else. Surfer's got the cool picture of the show on it. <laughs> you get your placard. You get a raffle ticket. And then here's the difference about our raffle. You can't buy tickets to nope. the raffle, which I like that. It yeah. makes your odds for it's winning almost better. like everybody's going to win because once you once you won, your ticket's discarded. You're no, no longer running. Correct. You won something already. Right. So it's fair. It's it's almost more equal than, I mean, I don't know how many raffles we've been at where people bought the parts, if you mean, if you know right. what I mean. Like, yeah. they bought so many tickets. It's like you, you're so pissed because you just see, keep seeing the per, same person one walking flex? up, and you're like, well, this blows. Like, so... And they're right. like, well, he he bought two thousand dollars worth of tickets. Like, cool, so, I bought twenty. Yeah, right. Awesome. So this is the let's watch him just pay for right. the raffle kind of thing. So that way is way fairer because just the people involved in the show are winning the prizes that are available to them because they're show participants. So you can't walk up and buy a raffle ticket separately if you're just a spectator. It's only for the registered cars, and that's awesome. And so you get, I was as I was going over the features and benefits. Really, school on Sunday, bro. Turn your turn your junk off, dude. Who is this guy, dude? Who shows up to a podcast with their phone on on, on rookies? Yeah, rookies. come on, bro. Amateurs. First day on the job, bro. Put it on silent. Put it on airplane mode. So you got you got the raffle ticket. You got the placard, like everybody else gets. Then you get a sticker pack. You get a sticker pack of the event the event sticker, the poker run sticker, um, the the uh, other poker run sticker, VW Trend sticker. So you get a little sticker pack. Right, the wagon sticker. Then you get a bracelet that gives you ten percent off at one of the restaurants inside. A really good restaurant for dinner. So you get ten percent off that with a bracelet. It was good up to four people. So you and get that good bonus. food. Yeah, and it's yeah, great. And it's great smokes. food. Smokes. So that was the, the name of that Dude, place. That, was, the, what's the name of the place? Baileywicks. Baileywicks. Yeah. I had the um, the meatloaf. It was a uh, it was a different kind of meatloaf. meatloaf. It was fantastic, but it's a different style. Like mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was now, but it was amazing. Delicious. They killed it. So 
You got the discount. So you got the you got the discount, and then on top of that, you got I give you a poster for the event. Yeah. Like how cool is that? And a nice poster, yeah. not some really thin, flimsy yeah. one. That sucker was printed on some no caco over card here, stock. No like caco. It was a nice, very nice poster. So graphics. I mean, you Sun-kissed yeah from my boy Eric Black, Eric Black at Sunkiss Graphics. So you get this whole package of stuff for your thirty bucks. So even if you don't place winner show, who cares? Like you got your thirty got bucks worth. If yeah. you if you went ate dinner and your bill was. Listen, your bill's seventy-five bucks. You get seven dollars and fifty cents off. What a bargain! But I'm sure you guys are gonna be drinking, so it'll be more than that. And then you end up getting a great chance to win the raffle. And we had some cool raffle prizes we gave away. You know, we gave away headphones from our buddy Audio Dave. Hooked it up with the Bluetooth Shout headphones. Out to Dave, Shout out to Dave. A bunch of sets. Of, a bunch of sets of headphones. We gave out. The Orleans gave comps. They gave a a fifty dollar, hundred dollar, and a two hundred dollar comp. I think it was three comps from the Orleans Hotel and Casino. Usable anywhere, any restaurant, whatever you want. Nice. Um, And then besides getting the room discount, and yeah, so four hundred. Let's go to that. Let's go to the room discount so people realize because when we go out of town, we spend one hundred and seventy five to two hundred bucks for garbage. Oh no! Yeah, like garbage. Well, we went, well, we, when we went to Sacramento, what do we pay for rooms? Five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was five hundred dollars for one yeah. night of rooms. For real? Yeah, at the Hilton. It was, was yeah. it one night. It was, no. it was two nights. It was two nights. It, yeah, it was two nights. But and it, <laughs> the place it, it had the green awful. pool, was, like the yeah, drawers yeah. kept it was opening. Awful. Yeah, it was awful. yeah. But so here, so here's the difference. I talked to I talked to uh, Renee, and I said, "Well, what's the deal with the room blocks?" And we blocked some rooms. He says, "Listen, we got sold out, and the code is only good." Two weeks, it expires two weeks prior to the event. We can push it as close to a week. Yeah. But it's so that they book the rooms. And the hotel was fully sold out that weekend. Yeah. And so and next the street price? Yeah. The, the rooms there were four, four fifty a night. Yeah. They were they, I think they were like three fifty. When I when I looked it up two weeks prior, I just went to register a room. It was three fifty for the room. And then I put in the room discount, dropped the room to one twenty five a night, which yeah. is a which That's is a yeah, great deal. Yeah. Just think about that. Your car is parked outside. It's safe. You walk right inside the hotel, take a nap, go to sleep, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Um, so that'll that'll hopefully motivate people. Well, I, I'll make sure. Get your rooms done. Like, get them booked because, you know, this could, if this ends up being something oh, large. It's not like, if it's going but, to. Well, when it ends up being something large, it would really suck if you're staying in another casino. You know, if you're staying yeah, at another hotel because oh, no, the, the rooms the, were booked out. The, and, you the know. B-Volks people were staying at three different places. A couple of them were staying at Prem. Vegas oh, yeah. was sold out that weekend. Yeah, because there was, yeah. was four so events going on. There was four on. huge yeah. events going on that weekend. And with that, it just tells you guys, when I get these room rates, man, I block out 50 rooms. or tw- I think we blocked out 25 rooms. And they everybody say, oh, it was sold out. It was this. It was that. But then it's like you actually had to pick the phone up, call, block your room, get your discount, yeah. do that stuff. Because you were getting a good discount. But also, you know, they, the hotel wants to book the room, so you, you might as well book your room, and I don't think you have any problem selling your room on uh, Airbnb if you got to yeah. sell your room. But, and I'm sure there's plenty of other people that'll that'll buy it. So yeah. maybe we'll do is is they'll be we'll do a, a, a forum attached to it on the Samba that just talks about the event. And if you're not going to make it and you got a room reserved and you want to sell it to somebody, I'm sure you could get your money back, no problem, because with the discount we get great room rates. I mean, yeah. it's a substantial discount on the room. So it's just more stuff to make it so viable to come here, especially so many people from Southern California. And then we had our guys from and Oregon. And the fact you can park a trailer. Like when yeah. would we ever have that access Never. if we go to California? Nope. nope. We have to park nope. our trailer in some you gotta street, pay, you gotta in pay an 50, industrial area, you pay and hope 50. you got your truck and trailer yeah. there when you wake up in the morning. You know? You'll have to pay $15 to park, Yeah. usually for parking at most of the hotels in California. Yeah, and that's without a trailer. Yeah, that's just right. a car. And if you have a trailer, you do like me, and you illegally park on the street right out in front. Right, like how we roll. 
Because ain't nobody telling the big black, right? So <laughs> Especially when the Kong Dong thing. That's right. You ain't telling that, bro. <laughs> big black king, you're Kong gonna Dong. Get, you're going to get stabbed with some rust if you try to get close to the tr- close to the trailer. So that was uh, – th- those are some of the benefits of doing that. Plus, who doesn't want to go to Vegas? And we – and you know just the 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 show environment itself just just i think a lot of people were enjoying themselves the raffling going on in the middle you know uh, we, we kept we, it short and sweet the show's yeah. from eight eight to eight and to the fact 12. we got to do our top Awards. 20 inside so the people Awards got a break inside. from the heat there we're in a nice air conditioned building there was a bar not in there. an open bar not but, an a, open, a, but, a, bar. but a bar available <laughs> yeah and a nice sound system and cool AC. Well, being in the parking lot, even because the sun goes, we're on the west side of the building, so we got we had we had we a good amount of direct, shade. Yeah, yeah, we, we had, we had it's actually a really I actually really like the venue. Yeah. yeah, I like the space it's at, the accessibility of the casino, the accessibility of the Sabaros, the Fuddruckers, yeah, the Subway. Yeah, if it were, if, it were like, a t- if it were a touch cooler, that that might be a little bit better. Yeah. But that's what we're t- that's timing. what we're thinking about for for this next year. We're trying to get next year situated and. I know I've already got people calling me because they're trying to get their vacation scheduled for the same weekend. Yeah. And uh, my plan is, at first we talked about same weekend. My only my only hold back to that weekend is just the heat, especially especially because there's so much. There was going a noticeable outside. difference a week later. There yeah. really was outside. Like you literally felt it. Like it was a good ten degrees cooler. So we're trying to hammer out the date. We got some other opportunities to kind of to kind of make the show a little more robust. We're working on a lot of that, and we're just going to try to get whatever we can figured out. So uh, stay tuned for the finalized date. Maybe the same weekend. Could be a weekend after. Not a hundred percent sure, but there's going to be there's going to be some some serious thought put into it to make sure that we're able to uh, really just make it that much better of a weekend. So I think that a little bit cooler temperature really makes it that much greater because then it make the two strip cruises even more fun. Because so, when I went at nine o'clock, it was nice and yeah, cool. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Temperature wise. So, so you're wrapping up. Top, I think the top 20s were all really notable cars that were there. They all stood out. Yeah. And that's the one nice thing about doing a top 20 is like you understand if you're in a sea of 115 cars to be top 20, you got to pre- be pretty up there. Like especially we had we, we had a lot of really nice cars to choose were, from on that yeah, one. Yeah, probably so. had 35 or 40 well, that we e- were in, in yeah, between. Going even, back picking, and even picking the top 20 out of 100 cars, out of 100 plus cars, a top 20 when you're starting at the very top and working your way down when you get to like 19 and 20 you're really i don't think you're splitting hairs you're like you're really taking a deep dive into some of these you cars yeah. you now you're looking closer. at like well that one looks cool yeah so it got to the point so uh obviously uh open all full disclosure i was the one walking around yeah, and I, guys, cho- I chose the top 20 mad bro send george a nasty email hey, george free to me. but also understand that when i'm looking at the car it comes down to the details when I'm tr- like when we were looking for best of show and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It comes yeah. down to the details like that one's super nice and you go look at it, look at it, and then I'd see things immediately like nope, no, no, nope, and then you know. But even just to just to get in the top twenty, so walking up to a car and going, oh, this thing looks clean, and then you see something in it that is not as desirable, and the other guy next to him is well, a little bit cleaner, right. just that little bit cleaner, and when gets you're, him in, and you're when not. you're at, and when you're at a show, it's about the details sometimes yes. you know what i mean fit um, and finish is a lot of the stuff i look at obviously and that would be a lot of my deciding factor when i'd go look at a car like this thing is super clean and then when you look at it like 
Oh, yeah, there's also there's also games there's also games to play. Like if you yeah. put some nice super nice chrome wheels in your car, yeah. man, it might detract from like some of the other stuff. But when you're getting down to the last couple, and it's like okay, there's three left to choose. So next year, what I think I'm gonna do from a judging standpoint, because we'll have more people, mm-hmm. we may have three people judging. They'll write down car numbers, and then they'll get together and put the car numbers together and see if they all match up, or if they, you know, like that, and that'll help it sort to the top twenty because then it'll be three independent three independent picks and they'll get two choices for best of show and uh shout out to Hartlauer for the trophies this year yeah, because I, oh my God, those things were amazing yeah they i, ha- so I had the design i and wanted then, a trophy yeah just because it looked so cool i had the design and we cut we we're cutting them on our water jet but we're like so busy and my guys aren't used to just cutting aluminum and Hartlauer like is a little bit more of a ninja on <clears> the, the the cutting like the, the, the idea of what it's going to look like right. when it gets done. So for he sure, did a sure. lot of oh, yeah, cleanup Steven on it, dude. Yeah, Steven's good. Work, like yeah. he's good at his job. Yeah. He really is. No, for sure. He he definitely hit a home run with those, man. So I appreciate yeah. Hartlauer signs, man. For the, I mean, you guys need signs tomorrow, dude. Those are you guys. Signs if you got a casino tomorrow. needs a sign, you hit a Hartlauer sign, they'll get you taken care of. But if you need tile cut, call Bill. Listen, right? guys, <laughs> guys, listen. If you just need garage sale signs, dude, call Hartlauer signs, brother. Yeah. <laughs> no, but – Overall, man, I think it was a it was a smash of a weekend. I really I really appreciate everybody poker coming run. from out of town. Let's thank the so we had Troy Story leading a group. Yeah, Troy Story. Eric Black leading a group. Nick LaFrance. Nick LaFrance leading a group. Boo. And then who's who's number four? Who's a mystery, bro? Well, you had Mark D. You no, had no, uh, who was the four group leaders? Stephen Carter. Someone's gonna be upset. We forgot about him. It was Troy was, Eric. It, was it Stephen Carter? Was he leading no, the other group? No, Troy Eric. Um, <laughs> I think they're all blonde hair, blue eyed people except for Eric. So racist. And then let me see. Wh- we really need some diversity next yeah, year. Yeah, no, we don't. We should we have a separate women's trophy class? We, we, we probably should. <laughs> we'll call it the Willow Trophy. No, yeah, no, we're not doing that. So, um, but there was who was uh, no Stephen Hartlar was the number four. Okay, Stephen so was number four. So those are, those were Steve. our. That's why I forgot. We talked about Steve. We want, Steven we, so much. We want to shout out to those people that that. The locals who led their 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 group, and that's not an easy task. They're going no, across yeah. town with five. Yeah. Some of those groups were up to about seven or eight. Like there was they a lot of people in some they of those were groups. were averaging eight, eight to nine a group. Yeah. So to herd those cats all the way from location, because of the rally, you're going to drive your car. You're all over the, the city. The poker run, you are all over the city. Show you're literally ready. going from Henderson to downtown Las Vegas to the center of Las Vegas and then back to the Orleans. Like it's you're going to use your car. So those guys, shout out to them cuz that was not an easy task and the and and they all pulled through and everybody made it and I know Carter had an issue with a rocker, but other than that, everybody made it home trouble free. Yeah, no, it so was So shout out to you guys. Thank you. It was legit, man, and I, I it, And I'm, thank you also to Finley VW for for manning that and handing out the cards. Thanks to Jaime yes. and Daniel Artigas for being over at T Brothers and, and setting that station up. And shout out to Nevada for Buggy Marie and her kids and her husband out there handing out the cards, taking pictures, posting on Instagram. Like they had oh, such yeah. a good time with it. They really do. And they're all li- they're all staying late too. Yeah. yeah. Off road buggy closes at what, yeah, six. Off road buggy's not even open. They yeah, close so like one next o'clock time, on Saturday. Next time you guys bomb through Nevada off road buggy, make sure you buy a bunch of stuff when you're in there. You know, just yeah, they'll get, probably get have all the actually they're gonna need. have our event shirts available there for sale. Uh, once Bill gets them dropped off to him, the actual Las Vegas, uh, I'm sorry, the one crazy weekend. Oh, really? They're going to take our excess shirts that we have if you happen to miss the show, and they're willing to sell them there for us. But they're okay. still for sale. Brought up to me this week, so thanks, no Marie, problem. on that. No problem. I'll bring those out to Marie. Absolutely. Yeah, just make sure they're bagged and signed in, like, in the sizes, yeah. you know, the way you normally do it. Absolutely. So, 
Um, overall, I think the I think the the weekend was a huge success, and I had a great time. And it, it seems like it seems like I, it seems show show season was in the summertime, but now it seems like there's so much stuff going on right now. Yeah, that it's it, there's more shows. There's shows well, like literally almost every in our weekend. neck of the woods. This is show season because yeah, the right. temperatures are so great. We don't do summer shows here. Yeah, that would be insanity. Absolutely and, insanity and, here. And so speaking of shows coming up. Uh, Volks Jam is coming up this uh, this Saturday, October sixteenth. October fifteenth, October seventeenth, which same uh, same weekend as Octo. But you know what? You guys have been to Octo before. Um, I'm trying to work my schedule to be there based on the fact of uh, I've got a uh, some family obligations that I was informed of by my wife, and uh, I'm risking getting in big trouble with her. But uh, yeah, the Volks Jam is going to be held. Um, October 16th, and that's going to be in Parker, Arizona. Uh, it's going to be by the by the Parker, Arizona Dam. Uh, it's a sh- it's a car show with a poker run, barbecue. Uh, they got camping available. They're yeah. doing a poker run as well. Um, Lucas is really trying to put a nice event on over there in in Parker. Yeah, and so uh, the second year he did it last year, he had is, a pretty good yeah. turnout. I'm yeah. really hoping to make it. I ha- if you follow me on Instagram, you see that I just ran into a cracked sewer main in my house. And I'm not getting it fixed until Wednesday, but I am really going to try and make that show. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, well, if any, I'm, I'll probably just. I mean, I'm, I might, might not be able to do the whole weekend, but I might bomb down for the day. Yeah. So. Well, George had. You said George had a cracked main. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Uh-oh. apparently, apparently it's that, not working. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <more>. hey. <laughs> George, yeah, George had a crack. We got our new our new thing here in the studio, so. George had the crack, man. Now it stopped recording. <laughs> now, now it stopped recording. It's like we're going to be like oh, two hours yeah. into this. Like, oh, uh, it didn't record that after I pressed that button once. Yeah, after I pressed that, it just deleted everything. <laughs> everything's silent. Now it's just sound effects playing in the background. <laughs> so g- check out Volks Jam in Parker, Arizona. Go to Volks, Volks-Jam.com to, uh, to get the information that you need. Make sure you guys support. If you're in the Arizona area, uh, Southern California area, go support our boy, Lucas out there, he came out to our event, and I'll make sure I send some sponsorship aid down his way. So well, the weather should be perfect too. Yeah, weather's yeah, weather gonna be great. Be so and so then Parker is on. There's plenty, go. plenty of girls, plenty of lake lizards out there, boys. So <laughs> uh, bring your tanning lotion and your inner tube. So uh, it, that the, you know, there's a ton of stuff going on. I mean, even this year there were shows that were doubled up, like the Salt Lake show and the Vegas show, on the same weekend. Um, coming up besides that other show, there's. Um, there's one more show happening the weekend after, um, and I can't remember what that other show is. But there's oh, there's a cruise in Temecula on the 23rd of October. Oh, the one on where they're going like into the wine valley. Put on by like VW Hub. Yeah, they're uh, they've got a cruise going on, and uh, you guys can find out about that on Instagram. Go look up VW Hub, and there's uh, there's that cruise going on. So that's like a all through Temecula wine country. And there's there's just so much stuff going on right now, and I've got all these crazy family obligations, so um, not super stoked about that. But listen, it is what it is. I mean, I love my family. Don't get me wrong. I just want to go to car shows with my family. Can I hit the what one right here? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. No, no, no. no. This one. That's 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 Bill's disappointment. Family obligations. I'm I'm gonna label those for you. Yeah. So, um, at any rate. So we're going on. So we've wrapped up the show. Show's a huge success. Make sure that you come well, out. The show is a huge success because of 
everybody who participated, and we cannot thank you guys enough for coming but out. Let's, that I is don't a think very we, big deal. I, I, for people that don't do the poker run, I don't think they understood what they got for the poker run. So let me just give you a quick rundown of what you got for the poker run. Besides a great ride, a great cruise through the Vegas Valley. So the Valley. poker run is an additional $50, correct? Yes. What do they get for that 50 Bill? I'm going to tell hmm. I was telling you this, George. Don't worry. I'm segueing into it so they know. know <laughs> segue after. So, segue. What you're going to do is repeat yourself five times <laughs> before you actually <laughs> went into what you're going <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> All right. So for $50, you get a chance to win. $1,500 cash first prize, 300 for second, 200 for third. You get a limited edition Let's Talk Dubs One Crazy Weekend Poker Run shirt. This shirt is only for people that ran the poker run. I've had people try to buy these shirts. You can't buy these shirts. You may get gifted one if you're a homeboy of Bill's, but I think I'm going to brand all the shirt as non-driver when I, if, if I do happen to give them out as gifts to some people um, that helped out or participated or were part of the event. So now... You get the shirt, you get your chance to win, your, uh, your, your opportunity to win. And then we also did something actually this year. So <clears throat> the way the poker run works, for those of you guys that don't know, you go to four different locations. Each location you get a card. When you get back to the final destination, which is back at the hotel, you get dealt your fifth card. Whoever has the best hand wins the grand prize. Now we did something extra this year, and we added a dice roll to it. So there was a single die that you would roll at every event you stopped at. You wrote down your die number. We took that and we thought, <clears throat> I thought, let's figure out how to give away another couple hundred bucks, which this was actually my favorite thing, right? And you could have been there to clarify how they do it, but you, you'll know how they do it when I explain what, what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, because uh, Jason here is worked in the dealing card and dealing industry for the past how many years? Uh, my whole adult life. So yeah, so 40, he, yeah. he's all the professional about all the gaming rules and all that kind of stuff. So with that dice roll, we tried to see if anybody hit that number to get the 200 bucks. Nobody hit it. It was an extra $200 kicker that somebody could win just because we love giving away money. And so what we did after that is we added up the total of all the four and it came up to 17 out of all the people that participated over uh, close to over 50 people that participated in the poker run. What they did is then the five people that had 17 because there were five and I couldn't figure out, I didn't want to split the money. I said, well, I'm going to do what they do at the poker table. When someone wants to chop, they deal out a red and black card to everybody. And so nobody gets booked for like the person who wants to split the pot or not. I said, turn in a red card if you want the, the pot to go to one person who picks the high card or the black card if you want to split, chop, chop, the, chop grand, the, the, grand, the $200 evenly. So everybody except for one person put in black they, they, or they put in the red card so that they wanted it to go to high card. And then we gave it all away. George McCallock ran off with the 200 bucks, but uh, it was just another extra way to kick in some more money. And next year we might even find some extra bonus stuff so that more people can win. Even if you win 50 bucks, 25 bucks, or I may get some prizes for uh, some of the other people. Matter of fact, VW trends gave a package away for the, for the worst hand. So we had the best worst hand, right? Yeah. And local and we boy, get, Troy Story won that Yeah, one. Troy Story won that. So he won a subscription. So shout out to VW Trans. He won a subscription to uh, VW Trans, a shirt, and uh, a patch and some other, some other stuff. So uh, VW Trans kicked in for the best, worst hand. So that was, that was pretty cool. And, and it was just the, the – it's one thing to drive your car in a strange city with a crew of people. And it's a cool it's – it's an epic city, Las Vegas. And then to do that with the chance to win money – and then you still get something. Even if you don't win, you get a shirt, you get a good time, you get the, the cards that we use are classic hotel and casino cards that are no longer around typically, so you can yeah, keep those as a souvenir. Cool. So, I mean, it was it was a great event, and uh, I'm thankful for everybody that showed up. 
I appreciate all you guys, and don't miss next year because you will be sorry, but we'll give you plenty of heads up, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys next year. Now, moving on to our current projects and what we're working on, we're going to start with Jason Dunkel. So you might remember Jason. We had Jason on the podcast with Ron Johnson, and we had the built or bought type thing, right? So Ron Johnson had bought a show car double cab, which I'm going to have to get Ron on the podcast, a show car single cab that has a twin turbo flat six. Uh, It's the mid-engine flat six twin turbo Subaru single cab that everybody knows, that everybody's seen all over the internet, right? It's a SEMA build and all that stuff. That thing's insane. So I'm going to have him on because he's got a story to tell about that thing, about his experience with that thus far. Um, because he, ever, I think anybody that ever looked at pictures of that thing saw that the pedals were pretty much vertical in that thing, and he's all of six foot four. <laughs> yeah. he's a big dude. You know what I mean? And single caps are a tight fit for big dudes. Six to begin four with. is tough if you're everything stopped. <clears throat> oh, oh yeah, tough. And then he has the TMI built built up seats and all that yeah. stuff in there. So that, that'll be a yeah. second story. But we had him and Jason on the podcast, and we talked about what's the advantage versus buying or building, and we. We lined up J-Dog here with a sweet deal on a bus. Um, 6511 window. 65-11 window combi that he bought. Walk through. All three. Walk through. Complete. Vegas car, rust-free. So let's talk about what's your experience been like with that car, where are you at? Because I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast, like where he's at right now with it. So you bought the car. Instantly, you had brakes. You bought some Type E Motorsport stuff that you heard from on the podcast. Beam brakes in the yeah, front. I did. I narrowed the beam Type E uh, front or front narrow beam the Type E disc brake kit. Their um, what's it called? The low or the e- easy, easy stop. The easy, easy stop. stop. Yeah. Easy. So um, and it's all Chevy components. And then lowered it with old speeds. Or lowered the rear end with uh, old speeds drop kit. Um, put it on seventeen inch BRMs. Got the motor it came with running. And, um, yeah, because when you bought it, it had the Carolina, the Carolina lift on yeah, it, where the yeah, back it was ends all, all slammed, it was the front all ends up in the air. Still uh, drum brakes. It was like the front end was super high. It's all four wheel disc brake now, right? It's four wheel disc brakes. Yeah, yeah. it's all four wheel disc brakes. It's got a um, you know built transmission in it. It came with a twenty three thirty two, um, which I got a hundred miles on, and then I had to rip it out and start all over. So that's yeah, it was hot that, garbage, unfortunately. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right we now. We kind of went through it when it was at my shop, and we realized so, like there was going to be a lot of work to be done well, on that motor. So the goal was like, hey, I bought this thing with this quote unquote built new motor. Yeah. Like, a two liter. You came with a two yeah. liter, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude, you're getting a two liter with this thing, right? So yeah. you tear it apart, find yeah. out. We we find out. Yeah, yeah. I, there was a lot of wah, wah, yeah. on that motor. Yeah, right? I, are, you, are you guys getting sick of that yet? <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, I've re- reused. Um, nothing on that motor really yeah so no well well, actually so i bought a new berg oil pump to put in the motor it came with yeah and then i'm reusing that yeah so that only has 100 100 miles miles on it it. i think we're okay to yeah yeah i think you're all right so yeah as as you didn't throw anything and there's no metal run through it i think you're okay to use that so pretty much brand new everything and you know like everything covid like you can't get parts yeah so um i'm to the point now you you got a new motor in the works right now but fresh Brand yeah, new. Brand new. Everything's brand new. So with all, everything one of it, our show sponsors, huh? Yeah, with uh, Dan Volks. Um, we actually, matter of fact, I was there last night. And uh, How far along is it? We put in the rotating assembly, m- married the case together. Nice. And when I say we, I, Eric did it. You supervised I, Eric's I, I stood operations. There, I stood there and watched hockey. <laughs> so you're building you're, you're building an entire new motor from scratch. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other one, unfortunately, was it had a pretty substantial break on the case. The distributed drive gear. It was just the, everything. The, the circle, if you're familiar with the case, that holds the bottom of the drive gear in place had been broken out of the case. And that was that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. I don't know. You uh, guys didn't find it? Oh. Oh no. no! I found it when we broke it up. Okay. It was all chewed yeah. up in the crank. Oh, for so sure. yeah, it made it. Um, it uh, yeah. So it had stock 
stock heads on it, 2332, couldn't breathe. Was, they don't run like that? No. Well, I was weird. trying to make a joke because I, I asked you if you found it. Like if you, <laughs> if you found the piece yeah. inside the motor, if you're just in there looking yeah. like, hmm, I wonder yeah. where this hey, piece is. We could not see it with uh, just regular like looking around yeah. stuff. So you never found the broken the broken piece of distributor drive gear? Oh, I did. It was chewed up in the cam. And, uh, it all, and the hairball part in of the, that. In the crank, sorry. The hairball part of that is we never even would have known that except for the fact you dropped a washer in and we were like, oh, we got to retrieve yeah. that. And we took the oil f- and we were like, or the fuel pump or something off. And it was like, holy smoke. No, we had to take that the, piece is broken down there. Cause we, we took, took the distributor, distributor out, out yeah. to, to, to go in that yeah. way. Yeah. Insane. So yeah, that was fun. Uh, I got the re so I was, you know, I, cause were the stock heads any good that were on it or they cracked too? No, I mean, well, was I it, mean, but they were stock. They yeah, had I mean, to pay for it, porting and all yeah. the other stuff. So they weren't worth hanging on to. And you know, single high rip springs. I I'm think. not going to build a, if I was going to build a 1600, yeah, it'd be great. But yeah. I mean, we build our cars to drive them, and it's yeah. like, and, and that's kind of the disappointing part is I put like you know put a lot of work into that bus, and yeah. uh, we we took it up, <laughs> we took it up to Sacramento, <laughs> and being we could, derailed, yeah, we took it up to Sacramento for uh, that was it Bugarama, right? Or, yeah, yeah, we took it up there, we for towed that. it up there, yeah, yeah, and th- the idea was to drive that back and forth to the hotel, and we couldn't even do that, yeah. so yeah. it was. Um, it's always a bummer. We, we I just did a little gamble on that. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but uh, you know, it's, it's like one of those things where you like, dude, old sand rail motor. I bought a sand rail motor a couple years ago. Uh, when I was before I bought all the parts that I'm building in the yeah. motor that Russ is redoing for me, and it was like sand rail motor, and the, this dude had it. I mean, freaking heads, golf ball size ports, mm-hmm. dude. Fly cut to 17 to one compression. It was an alcohol motor, billet rods, like billet aluminum rods, and I think I paid 1,200 bucks for this motor. It was like long blocked, and the guy's like, "Yeah, dude, this is so." And then I brought it to my buddy. He's like, "What are you gonna do with that, dude? Like, yeah. You can't can't run those heads it's on the drag street. Motor. Yeah. I mean, monster heads. Had every, I think I sold the heads at Pomona for like 200 dollars, yeah. dude. Like, I mean, it was just it was disappointing because the heads themselves were, you know, if you could weld six fins back on them, man, those things would be some monster <laughs> man, heads. Be worth but, something, huh? Yeah, but you know, there, there's always that gamble when you buy something, and it, it's it's funny because. Depends on which side of the transaction you're on. Because today, for example, George and I were out, and I told you I, there was a Type 4 deal to be had on OfferUp. And you guys need to polish up your game, bro, because I rolled up and got what I what appears to be a pretty decent deal, which yet remains to be seen. But at least even for the dollars I'm in, for what I ended up getting, it's a good deal. But is it, I just thought about this today. So I told somebody, hey, bro, I rolled up on this super sweet deal. He's like, I want it. Sell it to me now. And I'm like... Well, A, I just told you what I paid for it, so you're going to want to buy it for what I paid yeah. for it. B, I'm the guy hunting on the internet, finding the thing. And C, let's say I do sell it to you. And I say, you know, for my troubles, I want $500 because this thing is worth double what I paid for it if you had to build it, right? So let's say that hypothetically. Then I sell it to him. And it blows up. No, and then he opens up like, hey, this isn't what you said yeah. it was. Like, well, you were taking the same you gamble. You took the gamble. So he's got to take the gamble. Would you? That's the way I agree roll. with that. Yeah. You know That's, what I mean? It's like <laughs> that would be like, hey, yep, I want a five hundred dollars finder's fee on this. You can have it otherwise, but if it turns out to not be what as advertised, you're taking the same risk I took and purchasing it for that price. No, a hundred percent. Because I think any, that's fair. You know, anytime that you buy a motor, anytime you buy anything, if you buy a car, you're buying a used car. You take a risk. The motor takes yep. a crap, and it's like, all right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, unfortunately, I, I sold to Gia. I sold Kim's Gia. I sold it to Rich DeWitt, who I built the quicksand bus for. And he, in turn, sold it to Eric Black from Sunkiss Graphics. Shout out to Eric for helping us out with the show. Sold it to him. And the motor just recently blew. Well, the motor's yeah. been a loud, clacky mess since the day of inception on it. Right. So I can't. T- I, I said, hey, 
I sold to that guy and he sold to you. Like I'm not connected to that anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, like just it, so we understand so that. So that's like, a that's a tough thing to deal with, right? Like you were test driving. You're like, I was as not a favor, test I'll it. drive the car to your I just house. I'll like, Hey, can you bring it to me? Yeah, not a problem. I've driven that thing across did town we, ten thousand times. Out what grenade it on the thing? No, we're at, we actually have an appointment to bring it in. So we're okay. gonna bring it in, pull the motor, so and see pull what it happens. apart. Yeah. And, and here's and the crazy part. And I'm gonna help him out. I'm but not here's the crazy part. Let's say he's the bottom is a stock motor. If you're gonna leave it stock. There's no reason why, in my opinion, it couldn't be cleaned, depending on what happened to it, cleaned up, put back together without a major yeah. overhaul in it's the whole got a, thing. It's got a pretty serious knock, so I'm assuming yeah. that it's either a lifter, which the lifters were so clacky in that thing from day one, so I'm assuming it's something in the valve train. Well, Could be a rod, though, too. Who knows? Who knows, dude? It's an old motor. Well, get it, just get it open and check it out. So yeah. now Jason is working on his windows on that bus, getting all his pop-outs built, his yeah. door glass done, basically all... the since he doesn't have a car or doesn't have a motor, so he can't drive it, he's taking care of a lot of little knickknacks around the bus, getting yeah, it tightened all, up to where it's not going to be a rattle trap. Yeah, so is it, how's it has it sit now? Is it has a, is it a stance good? Yeah, we the stance is, is great. It on yeah, wheels. A little bit of a yeah, mini tub. You have a photograph that I can share on. on yeah, on we the, were at Sacramento okay. and let's talk Dubs booth. Yeah, with his bus that was on the <laughs> yeah, same bro, stance. I didn't take any pictures. You know why? I'm on, bro. I'm yeah, on. but it's on. You let's talk Dubs. If if you follow Let's Talk Dubs, it's a blue and white bus from Sacramento. So we can include it on this week's release of what we're talking about. So. The 11, say, do we so, have a name for the 11 window bus? Bro? So that's the thing. I never name my buses until like I actually get some time on them. Right. You know, I only get a couple hours. Got to speak thing. to him. Yeah. Um, you got to like, be on open highway, and the name's going to come yeah, to you. Like the single cab, it used to, I used to call it the Nishimuru, um, and uh, that was, uh, you know. But then that eventually, changed. <laughs> that eventually changed. Bill sidetracked now, looking yeah. for sound effects. By <laughs> the way, am, dude, I am fully he's, looking for sound he, effects. He, he's done the complete. Like I've zoned out of this conversation. <laughs> yep. There you go. Yeah, oh yeah, bro, it's all over, dude. But I so by the time it's like I should probably I think probably three to four weeks on the motor before it's done and what uh, are what are you building back 2332 building back better oh, <laughs> bigger better stronger yeah. faster no 2332 <laughs> yeah. oh you're lucky that one wasn't working <laughs> uh, it's a 2332 but i had um mpl6 heads for the previous train wreck motor so the idea was to take the what previous train wreck the motor? one i came with so i was going to take the stock heads off and i was just going to put these new heads on mm-hmm. and hopefully get it flowing better but then once we get the heads off and got into the case, we realized the rods were loose. But these are the stock heads or these are bigger heads? So I bought bigger heads to replace the stock heads. And they had them in stock? Here's crazy. Yeah, it was. Well, so I've always been a Panchitos guy, and mm-hmm. they didn't have Pachintos in, in stock. So I bought the. Not I, to mention these are much bigger ports than yeah, Pachintos. These, things are, these, yeah. are, these, are, uh, these are a level above Panchitos. Yeah, Panchitos are, are more for like a cruiser. Yeah, and these things were twice as expensive. So yeah. um, they were in stock. That's why I got them. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, I just, you know, wait. So we had some amazing, hang on. There's a story that goes with those heads. They're shipped in town. Mm-hmm. One's 90.5 oh, yeah. and one's 94. Yeah. That's the way they came from MP. Does not compute. You're correct. It does not compute. <laughs> so they come in, they come in town and That's one is, weird, one's machine yeah. for 94. One's machine for 90.5. And when so Eric you're Young, sitting there looking at this, like <laughs> <laughs> you're going to end up like that. One. So heads, heads are shit. Well, we, we got, I bought some linkage from Impy. <laughs> Remember the linkage? Yeah. I bought linkage, and it had two left. Yeah, two lefts on the on two the, left th- uh, uh, carburetor for the controls. IDAs, by the way, and they like they mount onto the carburetor, a horseshoe, very specific. So here I spent a hundred bucks this linkage kit. I think I think Quality, we used two springs. Innovation. 
quality. speed. They should start with quality control. Exactly. I, I just saw, I saw that ad. It was it was kind of funny. Shout out to Ross Wolf, by the way, because Ross Wolf's been using it since January of 19, I think it was. I went back in their post just to see because I sent a shout out to Jason Weiler. I was like, bro, someone's someone's uh, stealing your, your drive here because their ad says quality, speed, innovation or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that sounds really familiar. I said, is there an <laughs> echo in here, bro? And he says, yeah, we just noticed that too. So they started using that as a tagline. And I said, I wonder if they've ever installed their own parts. Well, I Speaking think, of quality. I think, um, I think in the in the past, that was their tagline way back in the day. And yeah. When I had Phil on here, well, let's take a look. We can do that real quick just by seeing. Uh, oh, is that an old school MP, like the real MP, the Riverside MP? I they think, used to use uh, it as a tagline? I think so. Okay, but well, now we'll, would we'll make sense. Then. We'll take a look. Then, then it would be just MP being MP, but not really I mean, MP. I, I, I find well, it, these L6 heads, they're not really MP heads. They're, they're the DRP the DR, They bought DRD. So or, there are, yeah. they are MP. They bought the DRD machine shop. Or right. Whatever the I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're casts. So. But, the, but the heads that you purchased came cut for 90.5 and 94. So okay, they had so no heads, that, to, they had no heads to replace it. It's like, that's the set you got. Yeah, just fix so, it. So you had a Adam Wick cut. stepped in and did the machining on them. So you had to punch the other ones out to we 95. Yeah. 94s. Yep. I didn't do any of this, by the way. This is all Eric Young's footwork that took place for that motor. Yeah. This is what a lot of people, this is why I do not do motors in-house. Because the details. The footwork of building an engine, you can't charge enough because no one's going to really pay it. Right. You know, people scoff at Eric Young's price for building a motor. But it's not He's the driving. Pri- but it, it, hold on. But it's not the price. People don't understand what they're paying for. Like, you can go buy an off-the-shelf engine that you had no choice in it, making it's anything. 100% it's the price. No. You're not. You're missing my point. People complain about the price because they don't understand what they're asking for. If you want a bespoke engine built the way you want it, lifters, cam, heads, all that stuff, and you're bringing any parts to the table, it's going to cost money. And people don't associate the labor with it. For they they don't associate that together. So people misunderstand. They don't understand the values. Maybe what I'm trying to say. They don't understand the value. You know, especially if someone can turn a motor around for you. In a month. Well, in a big motor, too. There's a lot more measuring well, and I, I like tell a you, lot more like legwork. I just got on uh, Ace Performance. I just got a motor in queue with him, and there's a one-year turnaround for that motor. And I'm perfectly fine with that. And I told my customer to be perfectly fine with that. Yeah. I said, accept it and understand it. No, we're going to get a great motor out of the guy. That's it. And he's not cheap. And it's that's fine by us. And I well, was telling yeah. my customer that, like, you know, but, but what is too, quality well, what, is what you're paying for. You're paying for someone who's actually taking the time to measure every nuance of that engine right. where he's not yeah, a, he's not a motor assembler. Yeah. You know? And so here's where I'm going to make everybody upset. So I bought this supposedly 2500 cc motor turnkey for three thousand mm-hmm. dollars built. It's a rebuilt engine. And the reason why I'm taking the gamble to pay $3,000 is why, George? Because a, a Type 4 motor built in a 2500 spec would run about twelve dollars to $15,000. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Easily. Even now, if you built it, it with used it depends parts. On, it, it, the, it's always a deal if the motor runs. And we'll find that out when we fire it up in the, at the shop. But it is, like you said, it's a gamble. There's it, no guarantee that motor is going to be. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it turned yeah, over. I turned the whole motor off. I made, it, made sure we did a full rotation, too. So it's not like we're going to run in some it, tricky on it. And the know, guy's later. story. Did you know, leak down it? Do it leak down? No. His no. story on it was kind of like. Has re- it was hard well, to turn over, so I know it's got good compression. Well, let's put it this way. I went to his house, so I know where he lives, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He had the motor built by a shop here in town that he knows the guy. He was starting to build a 10 car four or five years ago, so they had a 2,500cc limit on the motor. I know it's not a counterweighted crank. I know it's stock type four rods. 
big 105 pistons. But it's also a, a Type 4 crank, which is stout. Correct. Yeah. Like, they don't need Correct. to be counterweighted. They, they are they are built to a high level because it's a German crank. I, I'm not going to run it wide open for no. a 1,000 miles. And they don't miles. hit the R's that really require but maybe, all but that. But maybe 100. They don't. Maybe 100. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Type 4s don't hit the R's where, you, where you're so required to start doing all that The reason things. I brought that up is because when I look at, like, let's be honest, I don't need that motor right now. I don't yeah. even have a car for it. No. But here's my thing. You blow a motor, it'll be awesome. You have one sitting there. Well, that's but, for sure. And then if I decide, if I let's say I run up on a deal and on you something, you have a history. <laughs> I, I, I could I, use a motor. Like, well, and that's what I said. I was thinking yeah. about you, and I thought, boy, Jason would have loved to run up on this deal, yeah. especially Type Four. Even if even if it's a, a two liter that runs, yeah. Like, forget it. You well, put I mean, that I, with a good set of carbs, and you put it in a bus. It's gonna push a big old bus. You I know do I mean? have another bus coming, so I mean, it's you know. Oh, that's right. Oh, you know what? And let's get into Jason with that. So Jason's got the double cab that he bought from Brazil. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Brazil, the Brazilian well, double cab that needed it came from, from Paraguay. Paraguay. Paraguay, it's German built double cab. It's in yeah. Brazil right now, but you it's know, it's not you, a Brazilian bus. It's and a I, German. And so yeah. I heard. I, I so I'm gonna get in. Does uh, your wife know about it yet? Out of curiosity. No. Okay, okay, so just checking. Good thing she doesn't listen my, to the podcast. Good my, thing she's my, not an LTD fan. My, my, money, my money's my money. <laughs> so there's 75 percent of the listeners are, are talking on the podcast right now. So you, so to catch everybody up. We did the podcast back with uh, Brian Hamrick from uh, USA Combi Connection, and we broke down how to bring in a vehicle from Brazil. After Jason heard the podcast, Jason said, I want to get a double cab. He stepped up, worked it out with Brian. Well, actually, I met him at the last- You talk last week. No, I met no, him at the, at the last, last show weekend. here. Oh, that's right. He came yeah. here. Yeah. Last one crazy weekend. Yeah. So yeah. we were. he was checking crazy. out my single cab. Um, that's we started, how crazy it is. You end up with a double cab. We started talking, and uh, I was, at the time, because- I wanted to, like, my wife wants to start doing more Volkswagen stuff, and you can't really do it in a single cab. Like, right. I love I love the single cab. I, I regret But you guys got dogs. Yeah. But you got dogs, and yeah. it's hard to be two people, dogs in a single cab. Yeah, and, you know, the only full-size bus, buses I've ever owned have been campers before. I've never right. had, like, a passenger bus. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of new to me. It was kind of, um, I thought it'd be cool. Well, <laughs> sorry, I sold the single cab to fund the double cab, but then... This combi came up, so I jumped on the combi too. And the combi so. was a it was a good deal compared great to deal. other things that it's were great on the deal. street. Yeah, yeah, absolutely great um, deal. There are no regrets on buying that thing. It's yeah. it's way too solid. Even, even with the motor taking a crap, it's still you're still ahead of the game. Yeah, no, in, I agree. In the bus market today, that was yeah. a really great buy. No, it really I, was. Um, but so this double cab you bought. So let, let's catch everybody up. So you bought this double cab. It was you saw pictures, right? And yeah. then once they blew the dust off of it. The previous <laughs> owner was the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it looks like it was pulled off a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Swamp. She was. It, it was one of those things where, like, you looked at it and then, oh, I don't have my button ready. No, yeah, sorry, bro. <laughs> oh. Gosh, got, guys, we missed out. You got the you got the bus, and the next thing you know, <laughs> man. So like, so emotions. You're pretty upset about. You like, you were like, man, what did I get into? I was I was more disappointed just because that's not something I would ever buy. Right. You know, if I knew it was that. Deep. I mean, all the times you've been to Paraguay, it seemed dry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like it seemed perfectly temperate and fine here. So you get it, and then how do you feel about this experience so far? Because now it's got to go into a shop, get full restoration. Yeah. Um. You know what? When I first saw the original photos of uh-huh. it, like I was pretty gut punched. Right. Like, um. But you know these guys that are doing it, you know they've worked into they've worked in the factories, <laughs> like they've worked in the Brazil factories. They've built these buses right. like their entire life. So, um, I don't. I typically I don't. Their quality controls like this. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, good for I yeah. you know, I, I, I would never get that deep into a project, you know, but you, would, yeah. you would have never bought anything in this condition. Right. Ever. Right. It's ever. too deep. Yeah. It's just, it's too deep. And I know like, you know, the logistics of it, like, um, you know, 
I've done fully restored cars before, and I, I mm-hmm. just know like the time and the money that goes into it. And it's, I, you know, I'm already at almost a year in this bus, and it's still in Brazil. So, um, and so what? What was the what was the conversation you had? Like you saw this thing, and you're like, man, this thing's got crazy rust on it. Oh no, I uh, I asked for a status update, and I got pictures of it cutting in like three pieces. When's, when's the last went, pictures you received? Now, what? I want to ask this question. So when you bought this bus, was there an agreed upon price? Buy it plus restoration yes. was X. Yeah. Which would you mind disclosing that or you don't want to disclose it? Uh, Hold off on the close. Yeah, I'm going to wait yeah, on yeah. that. Out of respect yeah. for Brian. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Just in yeah. case other yeah. people are calling Because it may move. And, right. It yeah, may I'm move. Sure it's yeah. moved. Everything's and, changed now at this point. Hold on. Well, and the thing is, too, it's like, you know, you walk into a store. Like, I walked into Target the other day and it was like our shelves were barren like a hurricane just hit, right? So as hard as like our supply chain in America has got hit because of COVID, imagine it yeah, in right. a third world country, you know? So I lived in third world countries previous to COVID and uh, you couldn't get stuff, you know? And it's like, if you didn't... In regular the, times. Yeah. yeah. Like if the boat came in on Wednesday. If you didn't get your stuff by Friday, you weren't getting it. And uh, so imagine Next what week. it's... Yeah. Imagine what it's like now, you know? Um, so I understand the timeline and, uh, you know, honestly, I don't... I, I have one bus that I want to get going right now. So like that's been all of my leisure time. So do we, do you have a timeline on this double cab? Uh, Brian and I, we discussed it probably quarter one of next year. So, so this double cab, the price that you got so far was the double cab, including restoration delivered here to the States. Yeah. So that's the price that you have. And it was good enough of value for you to say, I'm in. Yeah. And then I, I got to pay Brian. Like once the bus gets delivered, I pay a fee to Brian. Right. Um, you know, because he's done all the like. Sure, sure. I don't. Sure. I don't, I don't speak Portuguese. Hey, um, bro. Yeah. If you could, if you drag drag a bus here, it's fully restored, and you get some good value. That's worth a couple grand each. Yeah. yeah. No, you know I, what I, mean? I, I agree. And so it'll be. He's delivered. like a general contractor for the job. Yeah. So it's not yeah. a bad thing that yeah. he gets paid off of. It. I couldn't do it. No. You know. And um, you know, at the end of the day, I'll have a a running driving double cab, which I could probably put a Type Four motor in. Maybe. Mm. Weird. Yeah. Maybe put a bus five speeds here. The stars have aligned. We'll, that's, see, that's, we'll see about that. That's my advice to Willow. So, yeah, so you're feeling you're feeling pretty good about it so far, even notwithstanding how much work it did need. He said, "Don't worry, they'll keep it that price." And then I spoke to him privately on the phone in a second conversation, and not to disclose things we discussed privately, but there was no disclosure in the conversation. But he said <laughs> the guys that they're doing this restoration do really good work. I've seen some so. I'm excited to yeah. see that, and you could tell by the dollar difference of what they get paid. You know, yeah. they get paid like three three acorns and a peanut over there. And then, well, and stuff's just cheaper. I think like, it's relative also. You're paying with the U.S. Yeah. dollar. It's yeah. got to be stronger than whatever the currency is in Brazil. No. C- correct. Used to yeah, be. They, they, well, they have the real over there. So I'm, I'm sure, you know, it, it, it's all relative. I always equate it with like, what does a bottle of Coca-Cola cost? Because yeah. if it's 13 million shekels over there, then, it, you know, it's, yeah. it's still outrageous. So. I ordered some parts this, or I set up a shopping cart this week on Wolf Parts and sent it to my customer, like screen capture and sent it to him. And he's in Norway or Netherlands or something like that, and there it was like the quarter pan was thirteen thousand of whatever. Yeah, and I was like, wow, <laughs> I hope that trans- a weird spot. I hope that translates <laughs> way differently. Like thirteen thousand dollars for a quarter panel, holy smokes! So double. So the bus, your your eleven window is going to be on the road by when? I'm hoping by Thanksgiving. Okay, so. So you'll be ready for the Turkey Day Torque Fest if we decide to have another Torque Off. Yeah, I'm down. A Torque Off. That sounds kind of weird. I can go to a Torque Off, dude. (laughs) A Torque Off? This show sounds like it'd take place at a strip club. Sounds like a Torque Off. The show, like this this weekend show, kind of bugged me not having a car because I did the poker run last year. Car shows suck without your car. Yeah, it does. And it was like, because I even mentioned. That was paid back for Sacramento. 
Yeah. Well, I both of you guys got to take yeah. your cars. Yeah. Not and and neither of them ran. The, the only running one we left at home. Yeah. Why would we take one that runs well? Hey, nah, I, let's I get told these, you I didn't want to bring mine. Let's take this hard trash up there. Right. Uh, neither of these cars that fire up. It'll be I great. even mentioned to you, I'm like, you know, I, I, I thought about going home and getting my bus and just parking it there, you know, but um, so anyway, yeah, it'll be nice to have a, a bus next year to like do the poker on. And so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll get that bus. Did you do the interior in, the, in your combi? Not yet. So I'm, I'm working on I. I like to. I don't want them to sell like rattle cans, right? So I like to put all the new rubber in, and then the door seals, yeah, window seals, so everything. And all, okay, 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 yeah, and then so that's where the majority of my money is going right now. Because I like yeah. mine you to know. sound like I'm eating curd, cheese curds, <laughs> squeaky cheese. So, uh, and then I'm gonna, you know, I want to do like the, the the fat mat, and so right. like to kind of sound seal it, and then I'll do the panels. Well, so. cool. So that's what you're up to, George. What have you been up to at your shop? We've been working on. Uh, the uh, class level street monster formerly rag chop motor, the one that came with rag chop, Big and we've boy. we've we're now putting it into the class the Mach Eleven. I'm going to call it that you purchased off a of wink. Yeah, um, it's a nice motor. We've done some nice touches to it. We got the Berg flip around manifolds. We got the Berg breather. It's I think it's going to be a really oh it cool looks motor. good. I mean, we'll post some pictures up that you guys will be able to check out on Instagram. And, and then also, also just the- sand block sending my life away right now. On the undercarriage of a car. Yeah, because you're working on. So you're working on Joseph's car. Are you yeah. allowed to disclose Joseph, much Joseph about Joseph, Joseph's car? Like what you got it's a going 59 on? 59 right hand drive. That's I mean, is he okay with you talking about? Gosh darn! I'd hope so. That thing's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of because that car as soon as it's done getting shipped to Japan, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. He lives in Hong Kong. Is he in Hong Kong now? I thought, he is. Okay, I thought, thought he had left. So that car is kind of over the top on everything, right? It's beautiful. I'm, I, I mean, I'm actually really stoked. Like I'm actually in works right now with Matt Miller. We're trying to figure out uh, the upholstery colors for mm-hmm. it because we're even going to go earlier than 59. So 59, if, uh, a Fjord Blue 59 has this very specific interior, and I can order it from TMI and they reproduce it, but then it's just a TMI kit. So we're going to take it back even further. I want to use the wools that you would have seen in a split window. We're sewing the seams in the H pattern like a split window would have had. So we're actually going to make the interior look a little earlier just because there's no rules on the car now. We've got Aussie trims, crotch coolers, you semaphores. Like I, I'm not a fan of split window interior material. That mohair, I do not like oh, it. Man. The wool seats, I love it. Are I you kidding mohair, me? Yeah. Like wool seats with nope. the pinstripe or anything like yeah. that? Like gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm so we're looking at, that's what we're looking at. We're looking to class up the joint a little bit on the inside of that dude. And like I said, there's no rules to the build since we have so many yeah. things that don't belong on a 59 anyways. That it's kind of cool, like and and Joseph well, just, was on board with that idea too. He's so. making it in his own car, you know. Yeah, we're building a car that he's gonna really, really enjoy. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, that wool interior. I it just. Uh, I had it in my split, and uh, it itches, bro. It itches. Well, he's got Wear it. Actually, pants. he actually has it in his square back right <laughs> it's now. It's too hot. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. Coincidentally <laughs> enough, he did his square back that he has in Hong Kong with mm-hmm. him in a in a wool interior. So he likes it. He once I brought the idea up to him, he was really on board with it. And it's all something that Matt Miller's pretty inspired on. Like he like we started so talking it's gonna about. So it's going to be a beige pinstriped interior. No blue. It's going to be like a royal blue. I got you. So there's a fewer like blue the in the one exterior. That came in the azure oh, blue. That's your, yeah. That's so we're going to do a really nice dark blue in, interior yeah. with a dark blue rag top on it. That that car is going to be hot. It's going right. to be really hot. Nice. So that's what you're working on. Anything else you want to jump in there and add on or no? Potentially, uh, Bill posts up a picture of a single cab. Oh, <laughs> oh. And that that is a. Oh, that that's gonna be. I, I spoke to Justin about it, and I think uh, I think he's donated to the George T. Single Cab <laughs> Refund. <laughs> yeah, it, who, it's who, rough. Who has yeah, it? Bar? It's it's Justin's father's single cab that was involved in an accident. Oh, so it's 
It's when, hit. When it, it shows up hit. on the trailer in front of Georgia shop. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a party. <laughs> yeah, that thing is going to be. It's that rough. Thing is so, but, you know, I'm, I got to give George some credit today because uh, I went to his shop, and you might have seen on his Instagram, George did some metal work on a door that he was working on. George has not done a bunch of metal work before, but George likes to get crafty with some stuff, and he put some time and effort in, in working some steel on a door that should have been thrown in the trash, and this freaking door is flat. So, George, big mad props to the uh, the the metalworking skills that you got. I mean, the freaking so thing looks phenomenal, that. dude. I mean, it looks yeah, like it, does, yeah. it. It really he he really bare metal worked this door pretty good. I dude. was uh, it was funny because I own these tools. Like I was talking to Kevin McCain a couple years ago, and I'm like, "So what's like your one of your most important tools?" And he's like, "A shrinking disc." And I said, "Man, I was just watching a freaking ad on those things," and he's like, "He's he said get them. They're really nice." So. I ordered a set. Well, how often am I doing metal work? Right. Never. Yeah. So like Bill, my body guy at the time, he used it a couple of times. Virgil's really not a fan of him. And then Boom. I saw it just happened to come up on my YouTube feed. Mm-hmm. And I watched this guy do it. And sometimes when someone will explain something to you, they put it in terms that you get really easily. And I said, heck, I'm going to try that tomorrow. I'm going to, I'm going to stay late tomorrow night. Pull a door to the side that I know is roached. It's done. It, right. We, door we, was headed for the trash. You we can't screw it up. We were going to cut out the metal and replace it because it was so deep, the gouges that were in it, how hard it got hit. So and the areas were stretched. And I was pretty stoked. And matter of fact, I got a br- very high compliment from my guy, Virgil. And he said, George, you did better than I could have done that door right there. He was actually really stoked. He's like, I'm going to have to start watching some of those videos. You know, me and my buddy Nico were commenting on this matrix Mm-hmm. Neil wanted to learn something. He got plugged into the internet and learned <laughs> it like that. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. We are living that right now. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen in a matter of split seconds. You actually have to sit through the video and then put the time and effort into practicing it. But it's Sounds so similar. Exhausting. It's so similar. Like you, <laughs> I want. I literally watched a video and resurrected a door from the dead from this gentleman, ProShaper.com, Ray with a W. The guy freaking kills it. Like he he talks about in his shop, they do not use filler. We do not use filler in my shop on his restorations. So, so he just uses high build primer. High build primer, and that's it. So in order to do that, you need to get all your variances in that door within a 16th to a 32nd. Is like max you can have variances on that door or on that whatever panel right, you're working curve. on. So that to me is that's an inspiration. Like what Buddy and them are doing over there at yeah, Type yeah. 1 Restoration right now, what Ren Metalworks does at his shop right now, like when you manipulate the metal, when you take original stuff and actually work it back into shape, it's always going to be better than anything aftermarket you can buy. Yeah, the factory steel is always – there's definitely a difference in the gauge. I mean, George and I talked about this today because I have uh, my card Zorba the Gia that um, I wanted to do bumpers on. And then I tried to reach out to the guy that makes the stainless steel repop bumpers. He's out of, like, Taiwan or – Vietnam, I think Vietnam. it is. Vietnam. Yeah, he's in Vietnam or somewhere like that. At any rate, and I talked to Lee Hedges – and I'd said, uh, you know, I'm thinking about doing, I, you know, the bumpers. I called the chrome shop. It's 700 bucks to re-chrome the bumpers. And then it's 700 bucks for new stainless steel bumpers. And I thought, well, I'm going to spend the money anyway. And so part of the philosophy is like, I buy the repop bumpers. I sell my old bumpers for 400 bucks. My new bumpers cost me net 300 so George and I are going back and forth, and of course, original metal George is like, no, bro. There's, there's because I've experienced it with the bus bumpers. Because yeah, Eric Black's first purchase was the stainless bumpers and the fit and finish, and and they may have cleaned them up since then because he did buy these things in 2010 or so. But the fit and finish was way off. Uh, the material thickness was off. 
there were so many things about it that we didn't like when we actually got them and were assembling and putting them on. I had uh, a gi I was doing it at the time for the Davies, and they almost got them. But instead, he took his bumpers and had them re-chromed. And I think he was happy because he saw another set of the show, and the fit and finish just wasn't there on the Gia bumpers that he produces. So that guy does every type of bumper, I think, except four type ones. He may even do those two. But he's using a thinner gauge because it is stainless. And stainless can be stronger in a thinner gauge, but it also shows up in the stampings. Like They're not as crisp. They don't look as good. So your bumpers were in beautiful shape. Mine's the chrome. And I well, look at that beautiful. and I go they're like... Little, they're a little warbled. They're, yeah, yeah. Uh, compared to what type 3 bumpers can oh, look like, playing. even regular type 3. And then you're talking about you got some type 3 Gia bumpers that look that good. Mm-hmm. My vote is get mm-hmm. them all restored back to original. If you want to get the stainless ones and then sell those, you could sell them for a lot more money because they're original ones that are restored and in beautiful shape. Yeah. There are nice... I'm telling you right now, those are nicer than the bumpers I had restored for my 68 square back back in the day. Yeah. Those are clean. Well, nice, you know, so yeah. the, anyway, those got dropped off to the... Uh, Along with Zorba's wheels. Yeah, yeah. So we Those got, are so going to look we, hot when they get the we're right gonna, We're going to transition to me now. Or, 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 I'm just, I want to yeah. cut you off. So, um, yeah, so we're talking about the stuff. I'm, so, so some stuff I've been working on, and now I'm like scatterbrained. I go out to my garage. i got 14 different projects I'm in the middle of. And even the cars that I bought, like... Rag chop. I bought rag chop, and I really want to. I want to tighten it up. Like buying the car, it runs, it drives, it, it does the basics. But it's like cruising on the highway, and the speedo's at zero because there's no yeah. speedo cable in. It. Like there was a lot of little knickknack stuff not dialed in on that car. So it just so happens. Here's here's how miraculous things work, right? So we've got the MP set of gauges and like six. T- no, dude, probably in 2006 12? that guy was here. Okay, then you're talking 16 years ago. 16 years ago. 15 years ago. Uh, Chris. Chris out of out, out of, of Prescott, Arizona. Prescott, Arizona. <laughs> That's Chris used it. to have a shop called Air Cooled Only out there, and now he's a shop teacher. He re- he, he reproduced the MPT that goes on the motor. And I just, you know, I buy it's stupid brass. It has, it's, it's the, it's MP the globe. globe. Yeah. Yeah. He and re- it has the same yeah, units gr- built into it. Yeah. He did Super a gr- cool. He did a great job doing that. And I, I want to say I paid like 150 bucks for it or Probably something at the something. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. And it was like, and my brother kind of gave us like, why are you buying that stupid? Like you don't even have MP. And I have some MP gauges here, but not those MP gauges, not the chrome orange needle MP gauges. So I have a second, like a third gen MP gauges that I got from you. Mm-hmm. And then I have the first gen Well, they may be, the, these are the second gen ones. And it just so happens, so I bought that like, you know, 12 years ago, whatever the case is, and I get rag chop. It's got all the MP gauges in the dash, and apparently they've never worked. They're just there for display. Yeah. They're there for show. And so, I, luckily, luckily 95% enough. 95% of that car is just for show. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. no. And, but, you know, the difference is like <clears throat> window regulator was having some issues, so yeah. I fixed a window regulator on the car. Doors opening. Uh, the do- I had to put interior door handles because the door solenoids are shot in the car. I want I, I I don't care enough to have the actual door solenoids. I will eventually put door solenoids yeah. back on it. Um, and there should always be an interior Right. There should be well, yeah, well, that's here's ludicrous the, to depend on a, a pop like the like right. future shock means the same thing. It, if it catches on fire. Yeah, if your <laughs> bat- if your it, battery's dead. Battery's dead. dead yeah, like, you, you you're, out? you're not getting out. So um you know, that so with with rag chop, I pulled the hood, I started going through some of the wiring. Uh, wiring is kind of hacked, so I'm probably, original gonna, loom. I'm probably going to call from 65 uh, wiring works and get a new kit for that car. And, um, I did the, put the interior door handles on it, had to change the door mechanism on the passenger side. 
uh, with George to change it for me in the driver's setting. So at least I could have an escape method out of the vehicle if something were to happen. <laughs> we we adjusted the brakes and dialed in the back brakes. Now the car stops right. Um, we just changed the motor in it, put the 1800 in there. So now it's like crisp. It's, it's period motor, correct. Yeah. Now I'm going to get the gauges working. I'll probably have the gauges working next week. Or in the next couple of weeks, I'll get the gauges working, and I think I'm just going to pull the pin and buy a wiring harness for it. So it's all new wiring. Pull the pin the and buy a wiring harness. Yeah. We build a separate loom for it, and you pull it through when you do the loom. So all your gauge wiring will be oh, yeah, in yeah, line yeah, with yeah, your new loom. Yeah, it's just a better way to do it. That's the way I do it at the shop. So that's the plan. That That's what I've been working on with that. And then it just so happened that I ended up uh, – so we, we also got the – in the meanwhile, I picked up Zorba the Gia. And Zorba the Gia, my plan was – like my first Gia was way over the top. And sometimes when you get a car, it's way over the top. There's so much money in it, like you're mad at the car. You know what I mean? Like there's so many mistakes yeah. along the way, you're just mad. And then it sometimes is too like too nice where it, you, it gives you a little reservation. A little I mean, bit of anxiety. R- really not it. me yeah. a lot because I didn't really care. But you just, I, I don't want to be the guy like, man, that guy owns that super nice car and he treats it like trash. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't want to be that guy either. So well, it's nerve-wracking driving, I ha- too. I have a Type 34 Gia already that I bought, the one that I went to Montana and picked up, and that was a backburner project, and all I thought was, at what point in my life am I going to start fighting with a paint and body guy on this car because that's where it's going to come down to because – or I'm going to get a paint job that's going to be like, meh, looks good yeah. from here. It will be one of those ones where like, man, what's up with that paint? Like I paid $3,000. Like, dang, that looks good for three grand. <laughs> like I'd rather have that conversation. But the opportunity came up where Jason talked to me about the Gia, and so I said – when you want to sell it, let me know. Then I called him. He's like, I think we're going to build it. And then I said, bro, I'll bring you money tomorrow. So I end up getting the Gia, bring it to the house. I look on the wall. It's next to the Greek flag. We're a Greek. I'm 92% DNA certified. And I'm sitting there looking at it. And I said, that's the name of the car, bro, Zorba the Gia. So my plan for the Gia was I wanted wheels on it. And I'm doing I'm doing the Ronal D9s. And then I bought a set of the Ronal um, Clegg. Kleb and Sletch, or I can't forget, I can't even think of the name right now. Um, but at any rate, so I bought a set of Ronals from Hefe, the same guy that I bought the Cosmics for. So Hefe's got an eye for wheels that are cool before they're cool, right? So I need another set of left field wheels that nobody has. These are pretty Kleeblats, is what they're called. Kleeblats. Yeah, they're pretty out there. They're four, it's, first it's, I've seen. it's a four lug clover, is what it's named. And after I've been looking online, I've found a few more sets that are on different, like 914s mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's a Porsche wheel? I think I've seen them before, but I like it's the way you're four, doing them right it, now. It's like a four-lug wheel, done. right? And so I saw some that were gold, and then my, I started thinking, like, man, I'd love to do a set of bronze wheels. They're different, doing bronze, put them on the car. And then looking at the car, I can't do it with the car being two-tone. The car's going to be one color, and it can't be it can't be two-tone and have bronze wheels and look good. It'll look off, right? So. I thought, oh, you know what? Let's do this. So I go to powder coat the wheels. And George, the two colorblind dingtards are in here. Like, we're looking at a chart. And we're like, yeah, it looks good to me. Like, this is it. We're back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> and then I get the stuff. And you guys saw my post a couple weeks ago about the wife's like, I come out to the, she comes out to the garage. I'm like, check out my wheels. And she's like, that doesn't even come close to matching. She's like, why did you make them purple? I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. They're not purple. But then look at them next to In the, our defense, that glove box is pretty horrible. It doesn't look like the outside. And, look, and looking next, looking at the sea blue, like nothing matched. And Lee told me, Lee Hedges, I called him. I said, hey, what color? Because Lee knows everything. I said, yeah. Lee, what color powder coat matches? He said, there is no powder coat that matches sea blue. And they have two different sea blue colors. He says, there's a sea blue and then a 360 and a 360.1, something like that. Yeah, it, that's so. That's my bus is a 360. Yeah, so and then yours. That I think that's. that's and I don't know the color of mine. Um, I was just trying to get it to match. So, yeah. uh, we end up with 
getting the wheels powder coated, and then uh, I took the same wheels back to the the shine shop here in Vegas to get them polished out for me, and I took the window trim. I fashioned myself like I'm gonna fix these windows, so I make this little jig out of wood, and then I take the window regular the, <laughs> the window trim off, like the the aluminum piece, and then I screw it down this piece of wood. And I'm like, bro, I'm gonna. So I get my whole setup in, in the house. I'm in the dining room. I put a towel down. I get my Scotch Bright, and I get my. Oh, you're gonna my, polish my, it yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. Fusili was going to yeah. full effect. Dude. In so, your house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm sitting there. By hand, okay, but, you yeah. know, this is well, going to be like a right. hey. I'm like I'm whittling wood, but I'm polishing chrome. And after about like a minute, I'm like, this is this, this sucks. is so stupid. This requires sanding. <laughs> These scratches this, are deeper than I thought. This requires polishing, yeah. patience, and someone else not yeah, built. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know what? So when I took my wheels down to get powder coated, I had them powder coated and detailed. They look so good. If the color was on, they, they would do. be money, bro. So uh, so patience, polishing, and powder coating. It's going to be a hot three peas. Right, so now when this wheel's on the car, it's gonna be dope. I'm doing another another set of wheels for it, so I'm gonna have two different sets of wheels: one Porsche pattern, one four lug VW, and so I can switch up the look of the car a little bit. But those other wheels I got to send out to be powder coated. I got to pull the tires off, get them powder coated. But uh, the, so and, and with Zorba the Gia, I'm looking for if anybody out there knows. There, there's a picture if you if you Google search Greek key fabric. There's a blue with a like an embossed Greek key design. I'm looking for that for door inserts and seat inserts. I can't find that fabric, but I'm looking for that right now. So if any of you guys are out there seeing that stuff, feel free to shoot me an email on that. But build that's like that's like and then I was I was doing I was gonna go with one of the old speed uh single port torque monsters, right? The little nineteen fifty five and I go down Stacey there. Stacy built engines. Right. Just yeah, Stacy built Stacy Size Love. The guy was on the he was on the podcast a couple years ago. He's built thirteen hundred motors. Uh, so far, he's been since he's keep dry. Keep track. That's all I gotta say about his motors. Everyone I've seen is just dry. Yeah, it's and, nice. And so I take the motor that was in the single cab, or the in the I'm sorry, in the in the Type 34 Gia single port motor, dual carbs, all that stuff. I run the complete motor down to old speed, and I'm like, here, let's torque this dude out and make it nice. And he opens up the case. Russell's like, bro, the case is garbage. So I was a little frustrated with that, and then we end up. Um, I get another case at the parts hall at the wagon. I grab another Type 3 case that's already a part conveniently. We hot tank it. We hot tank it. I clean it up. I give it to him. That one's bored 60 over. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so he's like, yeah, bro, why even waste your time? And then I said, well, here's what I got. So I had a 2276 sitting in here in the garage. It had been assembled a few years ago by somebody. I had a bunch of brand new parts laying around, and it hadn't been balanced or blueprinted or any of that kind of stuff. So I took it. I took it down to Russell. I said, here, dude, just let's just go through this. It's going to run 48 IDFs on it now, and uh, it's going to have a little more torque and punch to it. But, you know, I, I, I well, the reason I was going to single port is I really wanted a nice, strong, torquey, like turnkey, stock carbs, go out there, drive. It got a little more umph to the bump, and then, like, it. but now. Well, they're easier to tune, too. Yeah, well, think. and I had that motor sitting here, so I was just like, okay, well, it's going to cost me X amount of dollars to build a single port torque, or what's Russell going to charge me to blow this motor apart, balance everything, and put yeah. it back together, so. I figured, and at least you know those parts are new too. Yeah, these yeah. these are all new wedge port heads. So it's sixty it's, over. Or... It's kind of big. It's kind of big. <laughs> uh, you know, big stuff for that little Type Thirty Four. But I'm stoked about that. Drop the tranny off over at John over at RC Trans. So John's getting the trans. But with the right camshaft, that displacement can help you. Right. Because the Type Three cannot rev high with the fan limiting it. So you put the proper cam in there, and that thing will be a stunt pool. It'll yeah, be awesome. Yeah, no, no question. But there's a fan story FK7. that ha- happens oh, to do FK7. with the uh, with, well. I think the cam that's in there is FK7 or FK. So that was done well before your motor was done. So anyway, um, we'll not. we'll take a look. 
but we'll uh the but the fan you're talking about there was a fan that launched that grenaded over at the uh the type three uh rally which which i shot down to yeah segue into type three rally perfect segue so bill why did you shoot down to the type three rally (laughs) well i thought you weren't going to that i had no plan to go to the type three rally because i just sold my type three i got rid of the square back i traded it for the tacoma then sold the tacoma and took the cash and then spent it on the type 34 gia so then my boy Tori, who bought Future Shock, and Future Shock's been living here, which is the uh, pink notchback Roadster hardtop that was the cover car in 87 for VW Trends. It's been sitting here residing in the garage for quite a while, just waiting for the Grand National Roadster show next year. And long story short... Uh, you were going to store it here for a year? Well, just till January. So it was here about six months. And... Uh, I know I'm a down fool. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, he had a situation where he had to offload the car. And I remember looking at it and I said, bro, I was driving back from Arizona. I said, bro, I'll tell you right now, I'll give you every penny you paid for this car. If you ever want to sell it, like if you don't even want to touch it, dude, I'll give you every, every dollar you got out of your pocket. So he calls me because guess what, bro? I'm going to sell you future shock. That's all. Well, I mean, you styled and it I, too. You went and you picked it up. You right, started right. here. So it's, and it's, so I said, Okay, are you sure? He's like, yeah, no, my situation requires that I'd rather just, you know, be in a different situation right now and have cash than the car, and I really hate to get rid of the car. So, But I'll get Tori on so we get can maybe in-depth into that. And realistically, he never really owned it because he never put hands on it. Well, He yeah, never saw it he in person. It. But I get it that he owned it. Like, he, yeah, and, he but, exchanged cash right, for right. that car. No, 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 I got you. And you did all the legwork. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's right. kind of... I think you knew you were going to get it anyways. I'm pretty sure this is one of your long, convoluted ways of like... The vortex. I'll store it. Oh, yeah. oh you need a place to put it? Yeah. Oh, hey, weird. Dude, baby. Hey, that's your letter to Willow. <laughs> <laughs> so, at any rate, so then, then we go and... Uh, Follow your and dreams. <laughs> so I end up with the Type 3. And now I'm like, I've got... I think I bought the Type 3 two days before the rally... He says, let's buy the car. I said, okay, no problem. Let me get to the bank and send you a wire. And then I got to the bank Friday, sent the wire Friday afternoon. Saturday, I've got the car on a trailer. Friday night, I loaded up on a trailer, um, driving around the block. It's got an automatic transmission. Here we get started. And it's kind of, it, it's, it's running, it's got no fluid because it kind of flings into neutral when you hit a corner. You get on the gas and the fluid sloshes back. So I took it to my boy, Justin Beetle Barn, threw it up on the lift, bought $100 worth of trans fluid because I guess it's for super expensive now. And came back, got it back here to my house, and it left a mark on the ground with more trans fluid where it was sitting. So, uh, put it on the trailer, and I said, if the type, th- if this future shock, this is that's the first show it's been at in probably ten years, and it wasn't a show; it was more of the after rally meet and greet and barbecue. So, I had another reason to go see my boy. Um, what's that? Uh, it was at oh, a no, show. No, but it wasn't at. It, it was wasn't, at a show the week before. I on got it. I got it. Yeah. yeah. Look at George, Mr. Semantics. Listen, on, bro. It was the. We're it trying was, to make it like it was. An, you know, it was not, no one had ever seen it. It was his inaugural viewing. Like, oh, come on, man. No, I'm not trying to make it that. Twenty years. <laughs> this is the first time that it was at a show when it was my car. So I took it there to put on display over at the Fair. casino, but it wasn't in the show. So they don't have a show over here. That's just a gathering. So I drove down to ISP West. I got there a little bit early, showed up some guys, and then there's a couple guys over there, a guy in a Type 34 gear, a couple guys from Rancho Cucamonga and they were, or uh, Riverside area, and they were like waiting for the people to come back from the rally. So I show up in Future Shock, 
And they were shocked, and they were they <laughs> we the past. are from the future. I got out. I did the robot. I took uh, do my we have a sound Terminator. I took my Terminator shades off, and uh, we and I was like, Yo, Ooh, do we have from? lasers? They do have laser yeah. graphics on the side of the car. Well, that's right, guys. You know, right. Where I'm from is the future. Is that an app? And so, uh, yeah. Hey, my goodness, like we just travel in time yeah, yeah. to the future, and I'm shocked. A side note on Rancho Cucamonga. After I seen Friday, I thought Rancho Cucamonga was fake. Like, I didn't think it was a real place. I thought oh, it was really? made up. In the, I thought it was made up for the movie. I'm from the East Coast, right? Yeah, so right. I thought it was made up for the movie. And then the first time I moved here and I'm driving to the classic, I'm like, that's a real place? Like, it's I was really like, blown Cucamonga. away. It was the an Cuca, actual bro. thing. The, they yeah. call it the Cuca, dude. Yeah. The dudes that are from there are called the Cuca. So... Uh, yeah, so I, I jammed down a Type 3 rally, kind of loaded everything up. It was a Saturday morning, uh, 7 o'clock we got on the road. I got to Russell's place about 1, picked up a bunch of parts. So the other parts that I got for the Type 34 Gia are the narrowed front arms from Old Speed. So for the Type 3, he makes the narrowed front arms. Well, and, he, spindles. and he made me some drop spindles. So I got drop spindles, narrowed arms, and the Willwoods. and the Willwood front disc brake kit. So that's going on the Gia. Um, Wait, was he, there, he, and he had all that stuff there. No, no, no. He, he made. made it. It. I, oh. I, I went down a week before, dropped it all R- off. Okay. Two weeks before, dropped it all off. Yeah, then brought sorry. the engine, the the twenty two seventy six, down for him to go through, and then we headed over to ISP West. So it was pretty legit. I got there. One of the guys from ISP West, who's a podcast listener, and I'm bummed out because I can't remember his name. Alex, not Alex. No. Um, and I talked to Alex. We're gonna get Alex Anthony? on the podcast. It may be Anthony. I'm not a hundo. Set, dude? Not no no. Andrew, okay. Are you no, firing off names? No no. Oh. Well, <laughs> maybe yeah. Like, at any rate, he's a podcast listener, and uh, when I showed up, he says, "No man, park it right up front." So. We brought Future Shock out there, put it on display. Well received by the people that remember it, and then the people that didn't remember it really appreciated the stuff that was done back in '87. So there's a lot of work that's done on that car, dude. It's it's, a, it's, it's crazy. It, it, yeah. And while I was down there, uh, he had these pretty dope uh, car covers. The one that I showed on Instagram. Yeah. It's super nice, super tight, and he had one, and it fits the Type 34. It also fits the notchback. So the I bought one cover two. fits all of them. It fits the fastback, the notchback, and the Type Thirty Four. Yeah, it's pretty slick. Pretty dude. It looks nice. It's like all stretchers. Yeah, it, it yeah. looks like it looks like it fits good. So I threw What's it up the on the notch. Like? It's the same thing as like t-shirt fabric, almost like the whole thing. Yeah. So it's just like a, it's almost like a dust cover. Good for like in here, not exposed to elements you wouldn't put Correct. outside. Yeah. So I grabbed that stuff, hung out at the Type Three rally uh, at the after party, just kind of hanging out. Got to see all my homeboys over there. I got to see. Uh, I got to see Tristan. I got to see Lionel. I got to see uh, my boy uh, Michael. I got to see uh, the general Justin. Just all, just all my homeboys from that, that I've been. Uh, Shout out know. to Critter for making it there. No the kidding, drama man. that that dude yeah. went through. Yeah, he did to get his. That's a dedicated Type Three. Well, yeah. hold like, on. Granted, Critter, he's the general of yeah. the Type think, Three Army. I think but. we might have to come up with, a, with an award for Critter. And don't forget his 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 girl, Happy Swiss girl. Melanie, she's going to deserve, that's her Instagram handle. She's yeah. going to deserve a medal as well because she's really down. She flew to Vegas to meet him at the one crazy mm-hmm. weekend. And then he said, I'm also going to go to the type three rally. So he finished one crazy weekend, went back to Sacramento, blew up his motor, broke something in the motor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something yeah. broke in the engine. And so he last minute thrashed together, finished off a, a 20, 2387, you know, Put it together. Luckily had the parts laying around. Test like. fired it, revved it up, did a one, did a run around the block, and then took it on a 450 mile trip, man. Yeah. On that, on that rally. Shout out, bro. That's and that awesome. rally, it seems like a good time, man. I it mean, does. you, you got to have your your shoes laced up it ready does. to get in the game because you can't show up front in that thing, dude. There's another car I spoke to Justin about that he's had for a minute. Yeah. That that he's he's giving me a line on. 
So was this this top secret stuff that we're talking about that you're leaking mm-hmm. out here? On it's the- his grandfather's 67 square. He's like, I'm finding this other square, and I was like, bro. Are you trying bro. to get a? Are you trying to get in the type three game? Get in it, bro. Yeah, bro. You in it. It. What are you talking about? Get in it, bro. Nineties <laughs> mofos. So, um, at any rate, the Justin deserves something. When y'all special, was still man, sucking on your mama's titties, I was rolling type threes. <laughs> 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 I started this game in a type three. So, at any rate, it was it was it was a great weekend to go down there. I ended up getting home, I think, at like eleven o'clock that night. So I left here at seven in the morning, got back at eleven o'clock at night. But it was worth it to go down there and just let everybody get a look at future shock and get to enjoy some of that stuff. And I'm, I'm excited now to be the, the caretaker of future shock. She needs <laughs> on a, that note. Hang on when it's Tories and we're moving it. It's like kid gloves, <laughs> yeah. everything like this. And then bill buys it. And literally the next day we're like brack, brack, touching all over. No one's wiping it off when we're done. Like when it was Tories, we literally pushed it into the garage or we push it. In the, we push it into the Orleans. First off, I brought rubber gloves for everybody. So no one right. leave fingerprints on it. We get it back here, and you and I are brand new microfibers only. Detail wiping any hand, any fingerprints off or all that stuff. It becomes <laughs> bills. It's like, nah, whatever, man. <laughs> touch it, touch it, touch it. I went back and wiped it down with the detail. No, you didn't stop already. I, it's, there was no handprints on it. I'm sure you did because of the rally because he had on display. You're good about that kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, it, it was a it was a great weekend. I was glad I was able to get Future Shock out there. And my head spin with all the projects that I got, and uh, I need to r- get it all reined in. You so. need another one. I'm thinking like no, maybe bro. one more somewhere no, else. You know, I don't. So like uh, like putting your intro music into that right there is a good project. <laughs> yeah, I'm on that. I got the I got the instruction manual for it. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll get it'll get situated sooner or later. So. I read instruction manuals all day. But, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, – my that, that's my plan ultimately is I'll be getting uh, I'll be getting all these cars buttoned up because I really want I, I really want the car – like it's no fun to have a fleet and it's not a fleet when, every, when one of every other thing needs something, a battery, yeah. it needs a this, it needs a that. So uh, I'm, I'm more likely not going to lean back, lean back the, the fleet a little bit because I could, I could stand to lose a few. Um, I don't want to, but – it's it's almost getting out of hand, and so anybody out there looking for a rib, we'll see. Hit yeah. up Bill. Uh, the rib is coming it's up, bro. Be a the hot rib, right she's gonna be for sale, bro. She's gonna be for sale. And it is oh, a great looking rib. That, is that over there now? No, the rib is. No. It's. It, I dropped it off at a shop just to get it dialed in so I could sell it, <laughs> it, it bro. You guys, it's a lot easier to sell a car that yeah, runs and yeah. drives. Y'all and handle this. Y'all yeah, handle yeah. this. I ain't got time for none of this. Yeah. I'm working on. I'm working on big stuff. Volkswagens. Get well, this that thing rib takes up. It takes up two spaces. Like bro, you could get two uh, Volkswagens. And in one it space. ain't fun to push, dude. Yeah. It is not a fun car to and push. And for the people out there, yes, I am dropping Goldie. <laughs> Goldie, the truck. Oh. Ordered a kit for it. It's not oh, coming to November He had a 6. nickname like everybody yeah. knew what we were talking about. Dude. He was a little late Come model, on. a little 2000 Chevy. Short He's gorgeous. So on that note, guys, I think we got. I think we have everything. Um, I appreciate you guys for all your support for listening to the podcast. I want to give a couple shout-outs before we wrap it up. Um, first shout-out goes to my guy. Let's see. Barry Shoop sends a comment. says, loves the show. I listen on Spotify. I was wondering if you can have Spotify add some volume. The volume is low on Spotify. <clears throat> there's music there's music to listen to two thirds and can I can hear it all on your podcast. I have it all the way up and it's soft. Love your show. Thanks for doing it. It's expanding my horizons. I live in the East Cincinnati area and have a pretty good VW Club following here. Nowhere near as good as yours. I drive a seventy four Beetle. Well, Barry Shoop, aka Uncle Fester. 
appreciate you listening to the show. Some of the low volume is going to be a bill problem. That's going to be a, my editing and keeping the audio a little bit low. So some of the podcasts will be have audio that's listenable, and some of them will have audio that needs a little bit of work. I'm hoping to get somebody that wants to volunteer and help the podcast, and I can have them go back through and remaster some of the early ones because I have the raw audio files that can take a little bit of adjustment. Your boy Bill just barely has enough time to get an episode out to you guys each week. So be grateful for what you got. Barry, I appreciate you listening. I'm shooting you some stickers out there in Cincinnati. And uh, thanks for, for uh, sending a message to the podcast. Also, I've got uh, my guy Jeff Weemoner, Weemhoner, uh, picked up some stuff. He's out of Jacksonville, Illinois. He picked up uh, What's Your VW Story shirt. Appreciate the support, buddy. Also, another one, right? This one's from Cl- Chris Clow. Chris Clow says, hey, hey, exclamation point. I just found your podcast not too long ago, and I can't thank you enough for doing what you do. I'm 28-year-old auto tech from the east coast of Canada, and I do nothing but live at VW. I'm a VW dealer tech by day job and an air-cooled diehard at home. I love putting in my headphones and wrenching away listening to you guys talk air-cooled. We got a collection, uh, split window panel van, uh, Gia convertible, 56 oval, 54 right-hand drive, of type 411, square back, couple bay windows, type 181 thing, and two MK1s around. So always something to tinker with. Love the podcast. Keep up the amazing work and can't wait for new episodes. Your newest longtime listener, Chris. Chris, we appreciate you giving a shout-out on the podcast. And then last minute, as we were sitting here kicking it, man. Hey, wait a minute. If Chris is from eastern Canada, yeah. can we see if he could find Ben for us? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> ben from Nova Scotia. Look for Ben. Dri- right. <laughs> drives a Westie. We're looking, we're looking <laughs> for Ben from Nova Scotia. And then uh, last but not least, man, as I'm sitting here, uh, looks like Keone DiRigo went ahead and picked up some merch, got himself a new podcast shirt and a flex fit hat, man. Appreciate it. He says, hope to see your cars during SEMA week. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're here, Keone, hit me up, DM me, and come by the house if you're here during SEMA week, man. We'll go kick it. We'll take you by Georgia shop. We'll hang out. We'll give you the royal treatment, man. But I appreciate you, brother. Mahalo. He's coming out of uh, Kula, Hawaii, and I appreciate you for listening, man. So um, if you guys want to get a shout-out on Let's Talk Dubs, make sure you send me an email at Bill at Let's Talk Dubs that uh, you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast, and we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. But uh, – other than that, guys, I think we've got it wrapped up. I think we're kind of where we're where we need to be, and uh, we got more stuff happening for you guys in the next couple of weeks. Um, appreciate you guys for listening, and let me get my uh, outro here. And uh, I, I I wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. I appreciate all the fans and the support, and uh, I look forward to seeing you guys in the next couple of shows. Anything you guys need to add before we wrap it up? Thanks to everybody. Shout out to the one crazy yeah, weekend. Thanks, your guys' support made that show what it was. And I know a lot of people feel the same way I do. Every year it's going to get better, and people just make more and more friends. And I think that's a really bonding part about the poker run is being in those teams. Those people get to know each other kind of intimately because they go to the four or five locations together. And I cannot wait for next year. Hopefully it's bigger and better. And thank you guys so much for making that happen. Yeah, and the poker run's not a race, but it's a race. <laughs> so. so don't forget, guys, follow us on uh, follow us on. Instagram. Instagram. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. I just shot out a couple new videos from the Type 3 rally that I went to. So until next week, guys. Later. A Volkswagen is a nice station wagon.